Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello to all our Melbourne fans out there, and welcome to Mystery AFL Theatre 2.014K, um, which is the short, snappy uh, name we're doing for these uh, uh, podcasts. I'm Brinson. And... <laughs> I'm Heath. Um, we're uh, going to go through, uh, undoubtedly, the best win of uh, Melbourne's 2014 season, which is Round 13 versus Essendon. Um, if you'd like to watch the game with us, um, that's what we're going to do. We're going to watch the game and talk about what's going on the screen as well as uh, what happened in 2014 for Melbourne um, and also what's coming up in 2015. So if you go to the website, you'll see um, details on how to get the smart replay up from the afl.com.au website. Um, in about a couple of seconds, we're going to hit play. And when we hit play, uh, you hit play and you can uh, watch it with us and swear at uh, whatever else is going on. All right, so we're going to hit play in three Two, one. And Hertz, I think the very first frame of this uh, smart replay is the Jack Watts, who's always been the, the one that hasn't quite got there, yeah. and Spud Frawley, who's pissed off now. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Great way to start it, and an apt way to start it for Melbourne. And there we are with the atomic bounce again. Love the atomic bounce. Oh, it's great. All right, one of the main things that changed in 2014 was uh, Melbourne... Uh, did something right with their captaincy and they gave it to Nathan Jones. Yeah, I think it's been a long time coming because, I mean, you can't have a kid leading a bunch of kids. You need someone in there who's who's been into the struggles. Not and... just that, you can't have two kids leading <laughs> yeah. a bunch of kids. Yeah. Um, it, any leadership they had, they got rid of and, and probably rightly so for, for most of them. Um, yeah. But then it was too much pressure to put on the kids. It wasn't fair for them. Um, they were on a hide into nothing and they got nothing. And I mean, you, you could do worse than having players following the footsteps of Jones. He's um, a quality player, and he's he's been a consistent star for Melbourne, regardless of how they're travelling. He's always yeah, given 100 percent. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what you want. He's somebody who leads by example. Yeah, and you put him in uh, a top eight team, and he'd be pushing Brownlow status. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But um, he's one of those guys. He's always hard at it. Um, you're going to get an honest effort out of him all the time. Dunn, I reckon, is the only other choice they had. Um, yeah. I, I'm quite a fan of Dunn. Um, uh, running out of fullback, he's another guy who you're going to get that consistent effort out. Yeah, That's a great pickup. And I think, especially when choosing a captain, you need to have a proven on-field track record of leadership, and especially now to dictate the terms to the other team and also the way the game goes. And I think with the the young squad that they have, you just need players to to sort of develop that themselves. Everyone sort of has their own style of leadership and some, some aren't leaders. Usually a captain almost picks themselves. Like they stand up and scream, I'm the captain yeah. no matter what. Yep. Um, and the two Jacks didn't do that. And, no. uh, you know, Trengrove obviously uh, uh, 
was uh, had stepped down or had the captaincy taken off him when Ruse came across. Yep. And uh, now um, uh, Grimes has stepped down this year as oh, well. That's a strong mark. Hooker had a great season, but uh, you know he's playing for Essendon, so fuck them. Yeah, that's it. Fucking bombers. Sounds like not a bad crowd for a uh, Sunday afternoon. The 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 dead um, spot that nobody wants. Yeah, especially like, I'm waiting for a crowd shot to see if there is actually mem- uh, Melbourne supporters there. Well, it's not bad beyond the goals. Oh yeah, you're in, right. In the cheer squads. I can't tell which one that is though. That's Essendon or Melbourne supporters. Yeah. Oh, it looks to be a strong well, uh, Melbourne supporters. What was their uh, membership numbers this year? Do you know? Um, yeah, have a look. Not too bad, I think, because um, this is, uh, you know, Paul Ruse is in now, and is that uh, is this year year two of Ruse? Um, uh, two of three? Yeah, I can't remember if it was his first year. 2014 was his first year? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. But um, it seems that he's getting their off-field affairs in order, in order to be able to... No, no 2014 is definitely at least his second, but I think uh, he's coming up to his third now. Uh, of a three-year contract? Well, it was a two-year plus an option, and I think he took the third year. Um, and now they've got uh, Simon Goodwin in, who's going to be uh, the coach um, once uh, Ross Lyons finished up. Oh, right, right. Viney, I can't speak highly enough of him. Um, all the you know high draft picks and, and wasted draft picks that Melbourne have had over the years, he's the one. He's a father-son pick who looks like an absolute gun from the get-go. Yeah, and you can just see that effort from kicking out from fullback, like the way where he leads on the fifty-meter line. Hey, hey straight to Z- uh, Jack Watts who <laughs> kicks it <laughs> yeah. uncontested out in the full. Yeah, but I mean, so many times you see teams just piss about in the back pocket, kick it, short kick, and you're you're leading into the trap that the forward pressure is presenting to you. And so it's good to see, you know, strong marks taking and even getting space out on the 50-metre line when you've got a, a kick-in. So you uh, four wins for the year for Melbourne. Um, finished 17th. Previous year, two wins and finished 17th. Yeah, I think they showed a lot more fight. They still had some shockers. It was inconsistent. They did, and that's the problem, I think. They still had some games where you're like, oh, my God, we have to watch this. Yeah. I think three goals was their lowest score for the year. It's just... It's, yeah, it's a bit pathetic, it, isn't it? It's, I don't know if that's worse, if they show the promise. Yeah, um, well... And then still put in the, the crap efforts. Yeah, and especially it seems they put in a, a good effort and then become complacent. And it seems... Uh, Richmond did a lot of that when they were sort of developing. They still do it now to, a, to an extent, but hopefully it's just on the way getting better. G Post making his presence felt again. Yeah, that's a great kick out. Ruin someone's accuracy, that motherfucker. Um, something else they tried was uh, I thought Jeremy Howe had one of his better seasons as well. Um, yeah, he did. He he almost became a. We, we know he can take the screamers. Yeah, and he's still going to get those marks of the weeks and yeah. contest for mark of the year. But it was um, at times it was coming like a weapon across half back. We, we can't kick it long because Jeremy Howe's there. He's going to take. You know, he's going to sit on somebody's head. Oh, yeah, and I mean. Just from his presence in uh, marking contests, when you're a team facing Melbourne and you're looking at lineups and you've got to think, all right, now, who do we have to contain? There's not really a whole lot you have to you have to pick from, so it's like Jones, yeah. Howe, and Viney. You, you, you stop a few of them, um, and you pretty much got them. Yeah. I don't know the Mel- Mel- uh, Melbourne membership numbers for this year, but for the next season, they've already got 23 and a half um, signed up, which is good it's for not bad. Season, it, yeah. yeah, What is it, the December? It's not a bad uh, membership drive. 
there'll be a few, you know, memberships under the Christmas tree. Yeah, and it's just good to see supporters getting behind their team when they're not doing well, as opposed to jumping on the bandwagon once they start they start doing well. Oh, let's face it, it's, it's you know Melbourne played in the two thousand Grand Final and they were. Uh, never going to beat Essendon that day. Um, somebody had to lose to Essendon, basically. Yeah. Um, and it's been it hasn't been much uh, joy since. No. So you know, if anybody stuck through them for all those times, then that, they deserve any success they get. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I mean, Matt, you still see uh, the proud Melbourne supporters at, at most of the games. There's not many of them, but there are uh, key following that sort of stuck through. Um, back on their four wins. Uh, the wins they had against, though, um, they had uh, Carlton first, then Adelaide, uh, Richmond, and then finally Essendon. Um, they're not Minnow clubs. I mean, there's uh, two clubs that played finals there in Essendon and Richmond. Carlton, who were yeah, not really in the hunt, and Adelaide, who were just outside the eight. So yeah. it's, it's not like they picked off you know, the GWS or, or anything like that. Yeah, and... And, oh, and sorry, and they pushed... Port twice. Yeah, and that, that's... Probably a, could have won against Port twice. Yeah, and I think that's where they they find... They struggle to put in the four-quarter effort with a young team, I think. I think a lot of the teams in that situation found similar similar things happen. I know Richmond struggled to run out games at the end of last year. Yeah, it's, it's not bad composure from Hal there. You know, the high marking gets you gets you noticed, and then you've got to work on the rest of your games to become a complete player. Yeah, I mean, it's all good to mark it, but you've got to be able to use it as well. Yeah, and he's, he's improved. Um, I reckon, you know, a couple of years, he might even be All-Australian contention. You know, yeah. He's developing nicely, and when uh, he gets a bit of more quality around him, and they're going to have more quality around him, um, it'll, it'll be very interesting. Yeah, and the way they've recruited... Jesus, a horrible drop of the ball. Yeah, yeah. sorry, keep going. The way they've recruited, it's um, it's very sensible what they've recruited. And so long as they can manage that talent and bring it up the right way, then he's going to have the team around him that will be able to, be able to support they deserve, such as all Australians and playing finals, things like that. Interesting kick out from uh, the back pocket there. Um, found the Essendon player all alone on his chest, but uh, never mind. Yeah, I think at this point of the of the match, if you're watching it uh, as it was happening, you'd be like, "Ah, oh, shit!" No Here we go these again. Matches, yeah, you'd probably be off to the pub with your mates and keep Jeez. keep an eye on it. But yeah, not much pressure. Decided to go to the left, and yeah, no good there. Well, he's he centered that well to the uh, top of the square, I guess. And a big punch to put it through for behind. Yeah, haven't been inside 50 yet. That's a good start from Melbourne. Um, be a few people in the crowds now going to their uh, iPhones and checking out uh, the, how the slopes are doing. <laughs> How's uh, Mount Buller? Is Mount Buller in Victoria? Uh, I don't even know. I've, been, no, I've, never I've seen the snow. snow once and it was in Canberra. Yeah, so yeah, we went out there for 15 minutes and went, you know what, it's fucking cold. I'm going back in the bus. Yeah, and coming from a country town that, I mean, it's lucky to see rain. I was literally like a, well, not literally, but I was a fish out of water in the snow. <laughs> Seen as in water, but I remember digging a hole to make this jump with a toboggan and going right the way up the top of the hill. Thinking, nah, I'll be right. And I remember <laughs> hitting, hitting this jump, toboggan going one way, me going the other, and landing straight on my ass. Anyway. Yeah, it's a very uncommon. Yeah. It's just, they don't seem strong around the, around the contested balls. Yeah, it's a nice guy. 
you can't blame the defenders for that one. They uh, did their best to uh, bounce him and go their way, and then that's just a nice finish. Yeah, and I mean, you can hate Essendon, but it's hard to have anything against Zaharakis. Well, in the uh, in the subject that we don't talk about, he was the one that said no. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, yeah, for the rest of his career, he's got a, a massive tick next to his name in my books. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens when uh, a fear of needles actually pays off. <laughs> Yeah, right now, if you, you're sitting at this game, even or watching it at home as an impartial, you're thinking, geez, how much? How big is this going to get? Yeah, you, you start to get a bit nervous. I mean, so at this point, you just, just ruined your day. I, I'm going to say, at this point, the bars are ordering more um, Chardonnay, because they know it's going to be a rough one. <laughs> Jones hitting the target again. Yeah, that was done. So, yeah, um, it was very interesting. I, when I was picking which game for Melbourne to show, um, you know, only got the four wins, so you haven't got much to choose from. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't pick the Richmond game because that was just a... That wasn't a Melbourne win. That was a Richmond loss. That was horrible that yeah. day. Um, but I was almost tempted to pick one of the Port Adelaide losses. Um, it's, you know, is an honourable loss a highlight for the, for the season? It, it, it goes very close. Because, yeah. And they were fantastic games to watch, the one up in Darwin. I think, to be honest, that, that was their best performance. But going back and watching the Melbourne game, you don't really want to watch a loss. <laughs> We've seen enough of it. Yeah, yeah, I think you'd be over it. And it, it is that kind of, yeah, we played really well, but there's that, that little bit of, I don't know what you'd call it, pang in your stomach. It's like, we still lost, and this kind of pisses you off. We played good, still wasn't good enough. Yeah, I mean, in their you know rebuild mark five, um, mm. there's, you're going to have to accept some honourable losses. I know that when they start yeah. to talk about teams that are going up, you know, we don't want honourable losses anymore. But guys, no. show something. That, yep. That's the the state they're at. And I think, especially in those circumstances, it's important for morale for a club because confidence yeah. and belief. It's like having an extra player on the field. If your team is full of confidence, they believe in their system and the game plans they have. Um. You know, and some of that rebuild. Now uh, we can go through the old uh, the tanking debate with Melbourne. Yeah, I don't care what the AFL investigation said; they tanked. Yeah, they, they yeah, weren't I don't trying. Think there's any win. doubt about that. Um, but it's interesting how you know there's all these rules against tanking and, and um, uh, penalties. You know um, that are associated with it. Yeah, I reckon let it go because it clearly it doesn't work. Yeah, the, the clubs that have tanked have suffered so much. Um, because it develops a losing culture, um, and it, it's it has complacency with players. And now it's taken you know Melbourne and Carlton are the same. It's yeah. taken them years to get away from that. Um, I think with, with the tanking as well, a lot of times why it won't work is because it's a managerial strategy. Where if you're a athlete that trains for any sport your whole life, yeah, you can have that plan to not do well at the start. But as soon as you're in the contest and the adrenaline's pumping... You're trying your best. You're trying your best. You want to win. The worst of it is... um, We said it in in the other one with St Kilda, how they tanked the right way. And that's a very delicate um, uh, subject. In that, you know, they've um, sold off or let 
older players go who aren't going to play in their next premiership and got something back for them. And then they put out a team and still try to win the game and still try to develop. Melbourne yeah. went different. They, you know, uh, it was famous where somebody's actually doing well in the game. and go, oh, we'll move him down to the yeah. back line. So let's stop that. We can't win this one. Yeah. Um, that's just horrible. And um, I think Hardwick did, did um, well, you would call it tanking, I think by definition, when Richmond, who, I don't think we were playing finals. It wasn't this year. It might not have been last year, but maybe the year before. And it came up to sort of the end of the season and we had a chance to finish our ninth again or slip a bit lower and get draft picks. And even Hardwick said, look, the last game I'm going to make decisions. I'm not going to tell the team that they shouldn't win and they can't do well, but there's a point where I just sit on my hands. Yeah. And that's what it comes to. Cause, you know, and especially when you're a relatively new coach at a club that's trying to rebuild, yeah. you can't really ignore your director's orders and what they wish. At the end of the day, somebody who's signing the contract. Yeah. But it, it must be horrible as a player. Yeah. Knowing that, you know, you've got a short career. Yep. Um, winning a game of footy, you know, any game of footy takes a lot out of you. And to win it, you go, ah, we've done yeah. something today. And to know that the other people that are pulling the strings aren't in the same frame of mind, it yeah. must hurt. And when you haven't done much winning for the season, and they're telling you, all right, winning's time's over, yeah. you have to go out and try and lose. It's the last it's, thing you really want to go out and do. It's horrible. Um Ooh, in the yeah, back, it's yes. got to be. And 50. Go on, give yeah. it to him. I'll tell you what, Melbourne's work around sort of just in 20 metres out from goal in their defensive half has been excellent. Their pressure's been very well and just their ability to clear out from the back lines has been really good. They've had some shocking kicks out of, out of the back line. Yeah, this is true. But, but they're moving it on. If you, when your last line of defence is doing Under a, siege. a good job, yeah, yeah. You, you take it. And it's also their not having to rush behind. They're working the way out of it, which is good to see. Yeah, it's positive play. That's yeah. a decent crowd, yeah. For a Sunday afternoon game. Yeah. You know, and Essendon's a big club. Yeah. Um, oh, G Post, come back. Well, it's the first score for Melbourne. Got a behind. Well spotted. That was a shithouse looking kick. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I still think if you're an AFL footballer, you should be able to kick a drop punt from there. Oh, all day. All day. And to be honest, if you're an AFL footballer, you should be able to kick a left leg drop punt from there. Yeah. Yeah, oh, great cut off. Yeah, it was good Good reading the play as well, because um, he misses that one and Heffel's off. That's a good switch. It's a great kick. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame it wasn't two metres the other way, so he could run on, but... Yeah, but the thing um, is, when you're going to switch, you have to do it long in order to catch the, the defensive pressure off guard. Spaces. Yeah. And we talked about this last week, so much of those um, uh, attacks are now diagonally across the ground. Yeah. Um, you don't have to go straight down the line to the packs or just across the ground or a neutral position. It is you know, basically on the 45. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's good to... It opens up the field as well and it gives you good vision yeah. for entering the 50-meter line. That Chris Dawes, that was a great chase out from uh, fullback. Um, Dawes has been an interesting pick-up for Melbourne. Because yeah. um, he... End of uh, his games at uh, Collingwood, he was a bit of a joke. Yeah. Um, the, the running joke was how useless he was. Um, but he's brought Endeavour to their forward line um, and that's all you can ask for. Yeah. Um, from someone that he, he's not the best key forward in the comp, but no. he's uh, he's not letting himself down. I think he, he did his job for Melbourne this year. He led their goal kicking. Um, he pre- presented himself well. 
Yeah. For, for a team that's really struggling. Uh, they're unlucky. You know, they had the big signing of Mitch Clark, who um, had oh, yeah. uh, some mental health issues that uh, took him away from the game and uh, and physical uh, injuries yeah. that took him away. So they, he was never realised um, as a player for Melbourne. Yeah, I think they handled his situation pretty well as well, though. What else can you do? Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, it um, you know it, it's footy and it's we're all passionate about it, but it's it's just a game or it's just a job. Yeah, right, here we are. Thirty-five thousand nine hundred eleven members this year for Melbourne, so they're already at twenty-five and a half for next season. So not a bad start. Yeah, the fans are getting behind them, and you can see that the confidence in the system Paul Roos is trying to establish. You know, it's there. That was a great transition there from uh, full back to full forward. Great lead up. Yep. Strong mark. Textbook lead. That's yeah, uh, good footy. That's all you ask. This Melbourne Guernsey kind of looks like a weird-shaped Pokemon. <laughs> a little ball. Shocking kick. Um, funny you mention that. Um, they've got uh, some new Clash Guernseys next year, Melbourne. They uh, look a lot like the Red Legs. Oh. Uh, Norwoods. Yeah, but um, they look fantastic, to be honest. They've got the uh, Melbourne Club insignia just on the front, and it's very plain besides that. Oh, yeah. It yep. looks really good. Yeah. I think they might have even played the game up in uh, Darwin. Uh, this year in something very similar um, uh, and everyone has said look, it looks fantastic more of that yeah. you know and uh, the marketing department or the merchandise department when they hear that the fans like something yeah. they're going to start especially, pumping them out especially when you're struggling for a dollar and speaking of uh, great Guernsey, shepherd it's good to see uh, Melbourne Storm have gone so on the AFL bandwagon and <laughs> got some AFL Guernseys for the new season the Storm and the Tigers for the for the pre-season yep. nines have gone the AFL Guernseys uh, to be honest I'm surprised that it's taken that long for one team to sort of look into it because in a, a game that's you know predominantly about tackling yeah. you want the least amount of things you can hang on to full stop Um, and a lot of the AFL clubs now wear beautiful <laughs> wear rugby shorts in training because they um, you know they feel like they can run easier to in them or, or yeah. whatever. So that rugby style with um, uh, the higher high side high, yes, high cuts on the yeah. side, yeah. Um, I mean that yeah. would make sense. I don't think the shorts really need to be that tight, to be honest. No, Warwick Kappa disagrees, but you know, yeah. got to have a trademark. Now, which way is that going? I think that was good body work. It didn't seem like yeah. a tunnel. He just turned I, and, and... I thought it, was, it wasn't it was a bad call from the ref protected the space that the ball was going to go into. I think that should be allowed. Yeah, it, it's just that uh, because his opponent jumped, that's a waste of a kick. Yeah. Um, because his opponent jumped, he's got to play it. Yeah, but I think he held his ground and just bodied where the ball was going to go. So now, kick backwards like that, but you've got to have a plan to get it forward quick because you've got the defence reset. That's great movement. Beautiful. important in the night games to make sure you can find your feet yep <laughs> back again they now must the, have each other in the dream see, team this isn't yeah this isn't too bad because at least they're, they're moving it to space and having a look at um, you know uh, moving the defenders and find out where the next uh, kick's coming from yeah. you know, they're outside the 50 now that's good and, and the thing is it's not short chipping around it's long no. kicking to uh, push the defence and maybe it doesn't work but they're thinking their way through it yeah it's an interesting kick that one yeah, when they're going to play the pinpoint game, they're not at that level yet where they can do that effectively. There you go. Look, a little bit of pressure, forced a turnover, yeah. and now you're running. Oh, that's a, that's the wrong kick. Yeah, he should have been off. Yeah, three players streaming through the middle. And that's that was lucky it got that far. Mm. 
There seem to be a lot of Melbourne players just sort of standing around. Still finding out where they're, where they're going to run. You know, you've you got to stick to your structures and mm. and uh, it's hard when the ball turns over. You go, oh shit, now, you know... Where am I supposed to be? Where am I supposed to be? In that split second and it's too late. Your player's running off, streaming down the middle of the ground with the ball. That's a nice pinpoint pass, actually. See, there was a perfect chance there to absolutely bury Danaher, and they didn't yeah. take it. it. I think a little bit tentative. Yeah, I think that the preston set by the match review panel is sort of taken as second makes people second guess those sorts of yeah, things. Yeah, but that one was beautiful. That would yeah. just like um, uh, Ruffhead in the grand final. He could have absolutely laid him out then. It wasn't in the back. It would have been in the side. He, uh, he still would have um, spilled the ball out. Wouldn't have been holding the ball, but would have spilled it out and. Uh, caused a bit of pain you, you, you like to see that yeah and especially as a backman there's nothing you like more than seeing the, the opposition full forward get well, flattened yeah exactly it, 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 uh, it just pays dividends all game long and it tends to be the mission of all your backmen alright whenever yeah. you see him put him on his ass. Yeah, that's a great contest that, that was a great contest on muscling out Chappie hey bad luck on that kick there's nothing wrong with that mm. uh, no problem with that uh, soccer clear out Old mate loved in the crowd. There's a rugby throw, <laughs> 10 push-ups. <laughs> you, yeah, that used to be the thing, didn't it? Yep. Back at uh, footy training, you, if you're only allowed to handball or kick the ball. Yep. If you threw the ball anywhere at training, 10 push-ups. 10 push-ups. Be the whole team too. The whole team. So everyone will be build. hating on you. Oh, you hate to see bald on bald violence. <laughs> Bernie Vince, who, I think this is his first year at um, at Melbourne yeah. this year. It's some thumping kicks too. It's yeah. a little bit of experience um, coming in, which is unusual um, uh, the way Melbourne's been going. Um, yeah. You know, they got indoors and Clark. I'm so not I sure if it was really unusual. his choice going back to Melbourne, was it? it was, well, I mean, I think his time was up in Adelaide. Yeah. But he, he got plenty of the footy. Yep. Definitely. Had, um, some, had some real good games this year. Yeah, had a standout season for him personally, I think, career-wise. I'll go close to it, yeah. Try and find out what his average possessions were. I still reckon that should be kept as a stat. How many times do you get somebody else holding the ball? Um, you know, tackles is yeah. great, but half the time it's just standing there and three people grab you. Uh, yeah. Winning, like... It counts as a free kick for or a free kick against. It's more than that. You've earned it. Yeah, and with all the restrictions on tackling these days, it seems tackles are a, a way to hold the ball up, but you're really trying to limit who they're going to outlet yeah. it to. Yeah, it's about stopping the ball more than stopping yeah. the man. Yeah, it's like you've got to hold the man up and then you're going to try and counter where he's going to pass it. And so a good tackle that gets holding the ball, yeah, I it, think there's a fair it, case. It's there. a different stat. Um, Unbelievable to think how young Viney is, and he's the one, he's leading that midfield just about besides Jones already. Yeah. He had the right idea. I mean, yeah. that's yeah, the only wrong. option he had um, front and centre of the goal. He kicked it to a one on one, that's all he can ask for. And I mean, that's just experience on Chapman's side of things. Yeah, he's a good player. He had a, he had a great year with. Um, mm. oh. Ugly bounce there. Yeah, it's a, Oh, that's good pressure. Oh, on that's holding the ball every day. That's yeah. a great tackle. That I thought he lost great it. Great pressure. I thought that bad bounce had done him in. Well, probably a bit unlucky not to get a 50 yeah. there. 
He did have a good year. Oh, oh look at beautiful. Spud Frawley. He's going to have go. a big year with Melbourne. Oh, no, it's not. Very interesting, interesting career for Spud Frawley at Melbourne because uh, he was an all-Australian fullback and then injuries and, and uh, by all accounts, a little bit of discontent with, uh, like we said, with the, with the tanking issues. Um, tried him as a forward, a key forward uh, when they, I think, all year they knew he wasn't going to hang around. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was uh, he was rumoured to be going to a number of clubs and ended up with the Hawks. But um, you know they they got a priority pick, which ended up being pick number three for him. And spent it well. And spent it well. So at the end of the day, you got to think they've done a right out of it. Um, it yeah. was a free agent, so um, you know the, they're obviously got a bit of uh, cap room from him as well. Not that they're spending. Uh, spending that cap on major players at the minute, but it's uh, it's going to be handy in a couple of years' time. Yeah. And is that the first quarter done? There it is. And Dawes just arguing with Jamal in there about uh, the final points of uh, what's going on in the field. <laughs> uh, it took took Melbourne probably half the quarter to wake up, but once they did, they played well. And yeah, but even at the start, they weren't. They were trying. Yeah. What were you going to say? I thought I just froze on us then. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, just kicking oh, over. That's no, great. No break. Straight into the second quarter. Yep. Still a goalless quarter, but they're not out of it. They're 13 points down. Yeah. This is also uh, two out of two games so far that have been uh, Fox footy games as opposed to Channel 7. So we're going well there. <laughs> That's a, that's a rough old tackle there. Um, probably no surprises, I think, at the uh, end of year for Melbourne that uh, Nathan Jones took home the, the best in Paris. Like I was saying, a, a great choice as captain. Um, I, I believe he'll be standalone captain this year. Not um, They won't have dual captains again no, now yeah. that uh, Grimes has stood down. But, uh, yeah, he, he showed that um, given the extra responsibility of captain, he absolutely ran with it. Um, you, you can't speak highly, yeah. uh, more highly of him than uh, somebody that's trying their best in a team that's uh, sitting 17th. No, I think the tough decision was picking second and third. I think Jones was a shoe in for first. Absolutely. Jeez, the goal kicking's been shit out for the first quarter in a minute. Yeah. It seems like they're still fighting for, for dominance around the, the um, clearances. Yeah, kick it to two big blokes, not bad. Somebody's yeah. front and centre. Yeah, basic footy. Yeah, thanks for the assist on that tackle. <sighs> Can we talk more? Yeah. Everyone's heard it. It's such a shame. Um, it's it's the, the they had you know uh, pick one one year and pick one and pick two the following following year. Got Jack Watts, uh, uh, Tom Scully, and uh, Jack Trangrove. And to be honest, it looked like Scully up. was the best out of them. I, I thought so too. And then he only stayed for one year. Um, now Melbourne fans won't like to hear it, but I don't blame Scully for leaving one little bit. No. Um, getting a million dollars a season over five years in your yeah. second year, 
you're an idiot if you stay. Yeah. It, loyalty and everything, it, you know, like goes so far, but yeah. Jesus, that's a lot of money. And you go into a team where there's no pressure to win. I mean, for a million dollars a year, there's pressure to perform, yeah, but yeah. there's only so much you can do in a team that's doing, there's a startup team. And now Scully's the most expensive tagger in the business. Yeah. Not the best tagger, just the most expensive. <laughs> He's like a Lexus. Hmm. <laughs> Got the price tag, just nothing else to justify it. Wow, that's a that's a quick call from Jamal in there. Hmm. Held him without the. I thought it uh, wasn't too bad, but then again, you know, with the camera views and whatnot, um, I guess he got him a bit early. Yeah, all day. There you go. Oh, yeah, definitely there. Yeah, look at that. Been talking him up all day. Glad he follows through the first one. He's just got that steely determination, doesn't he, Nathan Jones? It's like he's out there to fuck shit up. Because <laughs> he is. Yep. <laughs> the old chicken wing there, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of a hammerlock. Yeah, I don't think you can really complain about that call. Um, not only was this uh, you know, Melbourne's best win for the year, it was also their last win for the year. So once this one's finished, they finish off the year with 10 losses, which uh, is a bit of a, you know, it's a downer. Uh, you're not playing finals. Yeah. They, they were never in the hunt for that. But um, it seems like it's important to put in a good performance towards the end of the year. That's it. I mean, they, they had uh, another the three-point loss to Port, which yeah. is you know, the, the other only really highlight for the rest of the year and especially for a team and a coach that w- was in trouble you never want to go over to the long break with plenty of time for people to think about how shit you did you want yeah. to have a positive note to, to send people over the summer break with but it is interesting with you know Paul Roos at the helm you know it was a, a, a big appointment and, and a lot of hope um, that came with it but he's not a hiding to nothing as well because he, yeah. he knows he's only here for two or three years yep. um, he can't get sacked yeah. And after that, he passes it on to, well, now we know Simon Goodwin. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's you, it's a, uh, an interesting um, tenure. And it's not a, not a bad way to sort of have it in place for Simon Goodwin to come and take over. Yeah, yeah. Sort yeah. of serves a little apprenticeship. Um, and you know, with all the financial troubles that's going around um, and, and, you know, debt and all that kind of mm. stuff, you know Melbourne's not going to go. Um, they're not going to die like a, or moved off like a Fitzroy because yeah, they're no the oldest football club in the world. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they'll be uh, around forever, you would hope. They have to be. Um, mm. They can't let them die. Yeah. It's a Neville Jetter, isn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Neville. It, it a good year. It's a solid little back pocket we were talking about earlier. Um, and I, I'm not sure if he's playing today, but... Uh, uh, Kennedy Harris. Oh, geez, yeah, I Ty think Kennedy he, Harris. Yeah, what's his first name? Ty Kennedy Harris. I, uh, think. I was going to say Jordan. I don't know. Jai or yeah, so Jai, I can't remember that. Yeah. Again, another great player. Looks like a, a, a bit of a live wire, but um, um, you wouldn't say flashy because he's he's more solid than that. Yeah, in but, his performance, which is great. 
And, I mean, <laughs> he's, there's not much to him either. He's nice. still sort of developing to his body. And he seems he seems like just a little bit intimidated, and quite rightly so. Because oh, it was his first year. His first year, and he's only one of the underage ones, isn't he? Was he 17 or 18? Something like that? Uh, yeah, he's, not, he's definitely not a mature age. Well, DDT like that. there, yeah. And... But it definitely showed the flashes of talent that's required to, to play AFL, and he'll get there. I think they, they weaned him into AFL pretty good this yeah, year. I mean, he, yeah. he didn't play every game. He'd come in for, you know, uh, stints of three or four games and then, yeah. uh, you know, go over rest again. Yeah, it seems they just brought him in for games, gave him a role to play, and just sort of, you know, yeah. slowly bled him into it. It's like a scrum here. You've got all yeah. teams on one side and engaged. And now Viney on the bottom. Yeah, I think you're going to be seeing that for the next 10 to 12 years. Yeah, he's a bit of a bottom man, that one. Could have been a throw yeah, of yeah, nice, there. Yeah, nice little shovel. That's an interesting kick out of the pack there, because yep. it's never getting anywhere. You may as well no. just try and kick it as and hard, uh, see if you break someone's nose or something. you've got two teammates behind you who are screaming for it. Yeah, bugger that. Yeah, what do they know? Handball's only worth three points. <laughs> Do they count smothers? One percenters. Yeah, they get counted somewhere. Yep. Because that's an art that's tended to die out these days. People just don't want to put the effort in to lay a good smother. No, they're too busy chasing somebody or, you know, going, oh, I've got to go get back into the, the different um, zones and whatnot. Mm. Or oh, it's holding. No, holding someone. <laughs> yeah. You know, dosey doe. Yeah, just uh, lie down this one and, and, and yeah. hope the umpy backs you in. Yeah, Jason Dunstall then just saying that Chris Dawes arguing with the umpire um, behind play. Mm. I don't know about you, but there's nothing worse than watching a key forward argue about the free kicks he should yeah. have got. Yeah. One, the ump's not going to go change his mind and start no. giving them to you. If anything, it's the opposite that's going to happen. Yeah. And two, if you go back and watch the old games of you know Dunstall and, and Lockett, um, they get decapitated. Yeah. And they yeah. get nothing. Yeah. So just <laughs> expect it, champ. That's yeah. your role. There's uh, a reason why uh, people like Dunstall and Lockett, they weren't big jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> they were steam trains. Um, but it's just, just accept it. Yeah. yeah. This is the way it is. Yep. Um, you're a key forward. You, the rules have been changed to make it easier so they can't chop the arms and yeah. you're not getting punched in the back of the head as much. Just fucking get on with it. Yeah, you just want them to harden up. Yeah. You know, a cup of cement. Yeah. Get on with it. You're not getting the free kicks, so, you know, try something else. Yeah, try and get the ball yourself. Having said that, fullbacks can, can complain every single time that a free kick is given away, and yeah. they will. Yes. And I mean, a lot of the the tactics that fullbacks use have been taken out of the game these days. Like we're saying, you know, the chop of the arms and that. But uh, yeah. you, you know, there's uh, the, the the pros find new new ways to get around it. And yeah, you see, experience counts a lot in that department. Yeah. Not only because you've been there before, but the umpires tend to give you a fair rub of the greens exactly. when you've been around for a while. Yeah, the veterans' allowance. Yeah, <laughs> exists with the whistles as well. Yeah, good stuff, Edison. Good work around the, the packs. Bit of shark, that one. Oh, Silent it's uh, yeah. over the top. Oh, oh. no, he's no, done he's well. Done well. 
Yeah, uh, you've done well. Uh, Jack, Jack, let's, uh, let's see if you can do it again. It off. Let's get off the boot. Sausage. Centimetre perfect. It's in there. That's, that's a great finish. Uh, it's great uh, thinking by Jack Watts to think his way through that situation and even position himself to get the ball back and have a shot. And it's showing that a little bit of confidence in his ability to uh, yeah. uh, to finish. That yeah. um, You know, you've got a set shot from what's going to be 45, 50 there. Mm. Hand it off. Jack, uh, Watts off a couple of kicks. Yeah. Um, yeah, great. Only thing is, we should have been seeing more of this yeah. from him. And you'll find that some players are better kicking for goal when it's not a set shot, when they're on the run yeah. and have a bit of pressure. You've got a, a, a couple of steps run up. Yeah. And it also does uh, does lots for the team's confidence in him. So when they're passing the ball off, they know he's a viable option. Yeah, you start to miss those those ones, and it's like, oh, do I have to yeah. pass him again? Kicking efficiency, 87% to 58 uh, that, uh, that says a lot about yeah. what Melbourne's been doing. Again, I think it's one of the most underrated stats there is, is kicking efficiency. Yep. I think that's why for a lot of the um, stats, they change uh, possessions to disposals because you can get the ball, but you've got to do something with it afterwards. Just getting rid of it is the important part. I think that was the, the Tivendale rule. I think. <laughs> Tivendale, yeah. was it? Yeah, not a bad leg there. Yeah, that's a fair dog. Well, we're going to that shit for the Bombers next year. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Yep, it's one of the, the casualties of the, uh, the saga that must not be named. Interesting little, you know, uh, kick out of the blind kick out of the pack from Heppel there. It's just, you know, get the ball moving forward. It's yep. going to be a contest anyway, so we'll win the scramble. And it tends to be when you're in form, those things just sort of they, happen. They work. Yeah. Actually, to be honest, what are we, a quarter and a half into it? Geez, the bounce of the ball's gone the bomber's way. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. I reckon that uh, the, the balls might need a, a bit of a swab test at the end of the game. <laughs> See what's going on there. Yeah, I saw I saw one of them um, actually a needle in it before the game. Oh, did you really? Yep. See, you can't prove that it was a needle. No, but it was definitely getting pumped full of something. You can't prove that. You can't prove nothing. <laughs> oh, that's good work. He's under a lot of pressure there. Won a lot of options. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm. good call. Oh, he looks like one of the alien Muppets out of the Sesame Street. <laughs> he does, he Joe Dano. And that was good. That was just good position. Um, I can't remember who it was. But getting in front of the full forward, just so you got position, and he's going to have to do yeah. something to get the ball. No, he read the read the ball in the flight uh, very well. That was a good punch. Yep. Yeah, great front position, little shove. See you later. And with, with bodywork like that, you kind of force the umpire to make that decision because oh. it's there. Oh, let's keep going, going, Jones. Get it back, son. I think he's knackered. <laughs> That's a beautiful, oh, beautiful kick. kick. That's a great mark. 
Again, nothing the fullback can do. Oh, no. Uh, that's a uh, good not, play, I guess. Yeah, not confident <laughs> from two metres out. Which is exactly what you want from a, a, a key forward. Yep. But that, that was just uh, good kicking and just knowing where where your defensive players are from the forward there. That's what it, you know, those passages of play, they're there. Um, there's a great quick ball movement, um, you know, at the, uh, at the contest on halfback. Get it down. The full forward's got one-on-one, and he's in, they've kicked the ball to the right area. Yeah, and that, that's just good synergy between the team when you understand where a player's going to run so you can yep. kick it, and you don't have to... I don't think the play-on was the right call, but it's, no. it's six points. Well, if it works, then you're a genius. If it doesn't, <laughs> you'll get spat on. You're in the highlight reel. Yep. Or low-light yeah, reel. Tool of the week or something. Yeah. So 3-3. Three, three. I mean, the goals have kicked have been quite good goals, say, for that one, but the forward play has been doing pretty good for Melbourne. Seems so funny uh, breakdowns when they start the push and the shove because yeah. push, push, push. You're like, dude, you're not going to punch me. What's yeah. the point? Yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't pretend to be tough anymore. Yeah. Got it. Oh, oh. it was a good effort there. The chase down is great to see, isn't mm. it? It's uh, it's like the block in basketball. Yeah. Especially when they've got no idea where it's coming. Yeah. Like I said, a good face plant. The mayor of Hiroshima. <laughs> yep. Got to leave a big divot with their nose. <laughs> Part of the reason Dean Cox retired. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're joking. Yeah, see, if he was a veteran... Yeah, that would have no, been out. No way. No low dramas whatsoever. Yeah, Lyndon Dunn's not getting pinged for that one. Yeah. Justin Fletcher, no chance in yeah. hell. Oh, he's going to check the check side. What about Dob? No. G post, G-post. number three. <laughs> yeah, he's been pushed. <laughs> So uh, this was um, not uh, at this stage of the year. Obviously, um, Simon Goodwin hadn't been announced as the next coach. Right. You reckon old Jade Rawlings is feeling a little bit left out there? I think he would be. He's been around for a long time. Yeah, I rem- think he's definitely done his time as an understudy. If you remember when uh, Terry Wallace got sacked from Richmond, he was the caretaker. Ah, he uh, was Jade too. Rawlings. Yeah, and I think he uh, he might have. Done a little bit in the VFL as well, um, so he's been around for a long time and sort of he's had yeah. that the apprenticeship, um, but he's still still the bridesmaid. Maybe he's no good. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, if he's no good, he's been here bloody everywhere doing it. Yeah, but I mean, there's been less high less profiled people getting coaching jobs. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, and getting sacked from coaching jobs. He's got to be doing something if he's not asking the right the right amount or he's not promising the right goals. I or, don't know. Or, you know, it could just be he's happy being an assistant. Yeah. You know, some people don't want to sit in the big chair. And, you know, nothing wrong with that. No. God knows, uh, you know, you can be an assistant for 15 years. So you, yeah. Not many head coaches for ten year, uh, 15 years. And let's be honest, the media is, I mean, half of what they say is just absolute bullshit. And it must be well, pretty you, tiring listening to that week after week. I was going to say, you know, it's journos, um, they don't write because they've got some um, massive inspiration. I have to get this out yeah. there. Yeah. Usually it's, I've got to fill, you know, two oh, columns. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we saw, was it last week? Dane Swan, fat, 
Yeah. So you've seen those photos. He's not fat. No. Like, you're kidding he, yourself. He looks like Dane Swan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, if it was a female sports, oh, my God. They'll be, <laughs> be up in arms. That's not fat. This is a beautiful man. Men come in all shapes and sizes. And tattoos. Yeah, goal kicking not really the focus of today's match, I think. No. Oh, yeah, good, good contest. Play. That's all we can ask for. And he's followed it up. Yeah, it's good to see, you know, a game like this with not expected to win. You know, Essendon are, are, will end up playing finals in this year. Yeah. Um, once you get a little sniff and you realise, you know what, we're, we're on today and they're a little bit off, it's yep. good to see everyone starts to play that, you know, gets that little bit 10% extra. And I tell you what, if, if Jones on Chapman doesn't get you excited... <laughs> That's a cracker of a matchup. Yeah, a bit of composure there. That's good to see. And it's been a hallmark of their back line in this game. They've yeah. been very composed and made very smart decisions and no hand, hand, uh, pocket hand passes. Yep. They're kicking long into space. E- even the, the couple of kicks that have gone awry, you know, the clangers, yeah. they were composed kicks that it, it's a skill error, not yeah. a decision yeah. error or a panic error. And, yeah, and it wasn't the wrong decision. They just yeah. fucked it up. They fucked it up, yeah, exactly. And good body work again there. Yeah. Just that position. He's just I, dominating I, over Danaher. I, I like, you know, in, uh, I like Lyndon Dunn as a player. I think he gives a good, honest effort. Um, he, you know, playing in a side that's finished 18th and 17th so bloody mm. often, or, you know, 16th before the, the expansions. Yeah. Um, it's hard to make yourself known as a fullback when you get a sore neck watching them all float over your head. Yeah. Um, but again, I just think, you know, he's one of those guys that, you know, gives a good, honest effort. Now that he's shaved that stupid bloody moustache off, yeah. he doesn't look like, you know, you, you can trust him at the kids' clinics. Although, though he's, he's, he's got the off-season to grow back. He'll probably come back <laughs> with something ridiculous. But, I mean, you know, so many of these clubs go out and do the kids' clinics and that. You, you couldn't leave him alone. Yeah, no, he's got to go tell the neighbours he's in the area first. And... Yeah. And I think Joe Watson actually came back towards the end of the year. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, yeah, no, he did. Should we high or something? Something. So Melbourne doubled their wins from 2013 to 2014. Was it that much of an improvement, do you think? Or, um, or is it uh, showing that the, the whole field is basically levelling itself out a bit? I think it was... Yeah, I think they definitely improved, but when you look at the teams around them and where they're on the ladder, it's there's a lot of improvement going on down that end. So yeah. I think they have improved, but that, that whole bottom sort of five or six are becoming very good. Like I don't think that that consistent bottom dollars will be there for another two seasons. I think we'll see them moving up and we'll see some established teams probably on the way down. Yeah, not this season, next season. <laughs> Not not 2015, 2016, you reckon? I reckon, yeah. I think I think next season, they'll still be trying to fit people into the game plan and see yeah. what works. I think there'll be an improvement in consistency. And maybe they'll get a few more wins, but I'm expecting the teams around them to be a bit more established. Yeah. And their, their sort of structure or five-year plan, maybe a year ahead than where Melbourne are at. They are a bit of a hodgepodge of... Um journeyman and uh, high draft picks yeah and that's yeah. it you just got to figure out 
where what's the best place for that talent in your your system, especially with new and recruits. You mark those ones, champ. Because there's no doubt new recruits got talent, but generally everyone comes in as a midfielder. But doesn't yeah. mean that's the only position they can play. And look at all the men up in, inside yep. fifty, Done well all over. Get back. It's good accountability for the backline. Oh, almost fall, fell into. Yeah, not much you can do about that. Nah, it's a great snap. Yeah, get him out of there. <laughs> Don't run yeah. that fucking shit. Great snap. Look at it uh, at the foot of the pack. Yeah, get rid of him. Yep. Take him off. Middle. As far as Rue's frustration, that's not too bad. <laughs> he can fly the handle more than that. He's a pretty cool customer most of the time. Mm. Um, you know, at, at the Swans. Um, I'm going to be honest, when he was named coach of Melbourne, I was worried. So I thought if he plays just the lockdown style that yeah. um, he became, became famous for, um, it, it probably suits the skill level of Melbourne, but it's not Yeah, it, It's not, not something they want to yeah. make you, your name you're on. Not, you're going to win games by doing that and I mean it seems you have to build your defensive structure before you can really start yeah. winning consistently but you still kick goals to win games yeah there's no way around that it's rough isn't it yeah a bit rough and that's just poor, yeah. poor defending So four minutes forty four left in the, the second half in the first, first half. And um, it seems been a pretty consistent match in back and forth. Yeah, besides it, the first ten minutes of the of the half, but it does the yeah. old the old snapshot from there as well. It's uh it is a little bit of and just haven't um buried the hatchet or sorry, put the nail in the coffins or yeah. put them away. Made them pay yep. for the, the periods of dominance they've had. Um and, you know, it's consistent effort from... I don't know how that's a free kick against Jones. Yeah. Okay. In the back all but day. the other thing is, oh, you've got a couple of blokes lying on top of you. you got to... You haven't got the free kick. You're you smart enough to know. you yeah. got to get it out. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, Jason. It's a bit strange to that snapshot. Yeah, but that's, one of the, that's what the Geelong boys like for some yeah. reason. There's a reason Chapman's got an AFL contract and I'm sitting here. <laughs> That's good clearance work, good centre work, especially for a tap you didn't win. Ooh, he off there. He's played it. Oh, I thought he was going to pay the 50 then. No, it decided he'd, uh, he'd gone off the mark. Oh, <laughs> talking about the A-grade bounce. Yeah. <laughs> Hand over to the running back. Great oh, tackle. That was a throw too. Yeah, getting a bit excited there. Yep. Couldn't couldn't see it properly for the angle. Get back. That's it. <laughs> That's what you like to see. Yeah. Everyone huddle. 
It's 1982. It's under 17s, isn't it? Yeah. You don't get those free kicks against BJ. Especially, it probably was a free kick, but when you play it up that bad. Yeah. 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 I don't want to see that encouraged. Yeah, exactly right. I don't care if it is the correct decision to pay the free kick. Yeah. And you shouldn't need to rely on free kicks to get possession if you can't get it yourself. All I'm saying is Adam Sandler doesn't win Oscars for his shit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They shouldn't get free kicks for that shit. There's still good pressure by Melbourne getting stretched like that. Yeah, but good. You, you get an elbow in the throat, keep going. Yeah. And he held onto the tackle. That's great for the little man. And I suppose I mean, like a, a five foot ten player tackling a six foot four player. Yeah. You, he's just got to get that every now and Not then. Not that uh, Danaher's a mountain, man mountain or anything, but still. No. I mean, you he's, wouldn't really be too scared of him running at you flat out. <laughs> Coming at you, yeah. Up, 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 yeah. Up. <laughs> oh, good fend off. Yeah. Good kick as well. Yeah, to preserve yeah. the space. <laughs> God, he's hit somebody, yeah. Nice left leg. Yep. Yeah, All right. Uh, that's interesting. Let's uh let's let's pretend that one didn't happen. Yep. And let's work <laughs> for the next one. It did everything right up until there. That was a great play. Down. God, it fell in, didn't it? Yep. Yeah, okay. Got to try and make a bit of a better contest. Yeah, I mean, around any con- contested mark, you've got to be man on Heppel. Jones through again. Caught one yeah, eye. and keeps going. Uh, I think, I think that, the umpire should have noticed that. Yeah, well, it's, the, it's player. the players that call play on you know, uh, advantage these days. So, yeah. honestly, I think they should be holding the ball. Yeah, yeah. He's only had two steps, but, but uh, yeah. plenty of... Plenty of opportunity there. That's good leading. Yep. Danaher's in only his second season. It's good to see that uh, lead back, lead back, lead again. Yeah, and you could see um, when they were looking to give it to him, they didn't really want to give it to a contested possession because he's he's been getting um, dominated in the contested possession. You know who else he looks? Danaher looks like is uh, from uh, Matt Damon. <laughs> Not Matt Damon, the actor. Matt Damon, the puppet from Team America World Police. <laughs> yeah, he does, actually. I don't get what these stats at the bottom are supposed to mean. 66 degrees. Exactly. It, like I said, somebody else has just uh, made it to justify their... got a job. <laughs> justify their existence. It's a bit like uh, you've watched the show QI. Yep. You know, the scoring on QI. Yeah. They actually outsource that to a company. There's a company that's contracted to do the <laughs> scoring for QI. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, if there isn't a bigger <laughs> no-show job you've ever in yeah. your life, I'd love that job. I'd just sit up in the booth and like, yeah, uh, six points for that. Yeah, well, I thought it was like Good News Week where yeah, it's make it up. I thought Stephen Fry just... Yeah, Pretty much, no, they outsource it. Well, here's something that they'd, uh, um, uh, not role play, that's not the word I'm looking for, but, um, you know, a situation that they uh, 
situational practice that they do. Minute to go, stop the goal. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not trying to um, work it up. So it's good to see, you know, that like uh, the commentators were just saying, everyone out to this side, we're blocking it down. Yeah. Um, and like we are saying in the last uh, St Kilda match, no matter what stage of the game it is and how much you're getting beaten by, there's always something you can get out of it. So let's say it's you're getting flogged and there's 10 minutes to go. You can say, all right, we're going to win this 10 minutes or yeah. we're going to concentrate on not letting them get marked. Or... You know what? We're going to have no outlet handballs out the back of the pack. Yeah. You know, yeah. Out the back of the contest. Yeah. Uh, try and shut one area down. Yeah. And I think what that also does, it helps gain experience for players who otherwise, at that point, you'd be giving up and you'd be minimizing your effort because you're not going to yeah. win. But you get something out of it. And for teams that aren't winning much, it's important. You need to keep uh, motivation up and you need to keep the players feeling like they've got something out of there. So that's half-time. And um, I think you say it's been a, quite a fair contest. Uh, Melbourne struggled for the first 10 minutes of the half, but they, um, they woke up and they came back and played well, played good contested footy. But it's still the, half the score of Essendon at half-time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the only good thing you'd think of from here is we're down by 21. At least it's not 41. Yep. And, um, yeah. Melbourne, uh, Essendon had a few misses and a few out-of-bounds as well. But being passages of play that, that have been very good. It's just one kick off and and um, they're blowing it. But. Feels like a Sunday afternoon game, doesn't it? Yeah. Speaking of old-timers, here we are. Got BJ talking to David King. Just this thing about the bright boots, isn't there? BJ's got the fluoro yellow like Lotto's the old school ones used to wear a soccer fluoro blue and fluoro pink from a couple of Melbourne boys I don't know what's wrong with the old black and blades we're getting them out of the, the footy track well it was white boots for a while um, you know the, the yeah. black boots have gone out of fashion then it was the white boots were in and now there's a few fluoros out there I mean even Hodgie is wearing fluoros these days yeah yeah I was a fan of the old black yeah I just you know I mean pretty much had classy held together by electrical electrical tape Black tape around the boots and the socks. I'll tell you what, King's got value out of that interview from the middle <laughs> of the pitch all the way to the gate. He's followed him through. I'll tell you, that's what we like to see uh, if you're an Essen supporter is Heppel learning all he can from Chapman while yeah. he's always at the club. He's a great pick-up for Essen. Right, let's see what we've got for an ad break. And nothing, right back, back into, into it. it. That's what you like to see. It's the way Sunday footy should go. Um, it's one of the great things. I think the smart replays um, the AFL puts up is absolutely brilliant. You know, uh, sort of. I think it's 12 or 24 hours after the game. Yep. Um, yep. The full replay's up there for free, um, which is why, you know, I'm, I'm re- really happy that we can uh, uh, watch it this way and talk bollocks while, while they're going on. Yeah, and they've chopped it up so there's no ads and no excess sh- Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Shit that doesn't need to be on there. Um, you can skip to individual goals or free kicks or marks inside 50 or whatever. Um, just doesn't have the normal play fast forward rewind, which yeah. is unfortunate. It's yeah. just a play. And it's kind of annoying anyway. to have to go back round by round to get to the match yeah. you want to go. But I don't know, maybe we'll, we'll give, them, give them some advice. Exactly I'm sure right. they listen. I'm sure they are listening. <laughs> Jeez, you back Chapman in that usually. Yeah. Uh, seen just off balance, falling backwards and yeah. couldn't get connection. Daniel Cross, another vet- veteran, that veteran they've picked up. And as much as an off-field leader as he is on. Yeah, and that, that's, I think, what they've tried to recruit with that pickup is just a bit of experience and someone to set the tone for the back lines. And you could do worse than getting crossed. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and they have done. You know, in, yeah. in, in the past, they picked up players like you know Byron Pickett when he was well past it. Yeah. Uh, David Roden when um, he, he he was well past it as yeah. well. I think they just have trouble attracting people to Melbourne Footy Club. Sort of the main problem. Yeah. Um, and it's you know it's not uh, not hard to see why. Yeah. Over the period, it, it is interesting this down period for Melbourne. Um, you know, the last six or seven years. Um, I reckon I can remember when it started, and it was uh, round one, 2008. Right. I mean, it was a little bit dry before that, but it was, you know, round one of the season, you're, you're out there, you're ready to go, and I think they lost by 105 points to Hawthorne. Yeah. And I still remember that game. Yep. Um, and it just felt like they never recovered from there. That was their first uh, uh, yeah. wooden, wooden spoon for a little while. That, that knocked any air they had left from the sails out of them. And in round one, too, it just, yep. it just hurt so much. Because no matter what happens, by the time... January rocks around. You're always a little bit confident in what might happen with the season. Oh, yeah. The draft's done, and no, oh, it's going to change this season. You know how it is in the off-season. Uh, somebody's had his best off-season ever. He's yep. injury-free. Feels like a rookie again. Uh, and um, the funny thing is, regardless of, of where they're finishing, South Australian papers, they're both teams are premiership yeah, contenders. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. The, old, uh, the WA papers are the yep. same. Queensland papers are still asking who the teams are. Yep. <laughs> And uh, the Sydney papers are hoping for a big season from Bobby Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, there is actually a Bob Franklin. Is it? He's the uh, the bloke who's the comedian is always alongside Jamoan. Oh, Jamoan's yeah, goes, Bob right. Franklin. <laughs> I want to see him play. It'd be awesome. Uh, he might be in the, the Irish versus uh, Australian international rules. Yeah, not Irish, but that's all right. Ah, uh, fuck it. <laughs> Stick him in there. Actually, he did um, this awesome uh, comedy video for uh, the Comedy Channel years ago. Um, he was the import for the Richmond um, supporter squad. Right. Jeez, um, oh, I have to find it again. It was hilarious. I'll try and find the link and we'll put it on the website. Oh, I know it's out there. It's on YouTube somewhere. I'll put the, the link up afterwards. Great punch there. Oh, it's not a bad pickup either. And right now, you'd be uh, just about putting the four points down. Yeah, if you were still watching at this point, you'd probably go back to whatever you're doing, water in the garden or whatever you're doing on a Sunday, Arvo. Well, I mean, Melbourne supporters, they've probably gone back to get their pipe and slippers. 
mongrel kick, too. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I hate seeing those ones go through as a defender. And, of course, he meant it. Yeah. That, that was, you know, the beautiful fade on that yep. kick. That's exactly what he wanted to. It was just counteracting the, the left-to-right breeze. And that, and that tells a big story there. Seven to one centre clearances. And I mean, it's tough for Jamar to to do the ruck for a whole game. Don't think he has a whole lot of support. That's a strong mark. Strong mark. Oh, good decision. Yeah, that's it. That's uh, the, the right choice. Would have been better for a bit of a quicker overlap to get the play running, but. Still, you like you like people making those decisions and, and not hesitating. Did enough there. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I think you made that one a little bit obvious. Yeah. I think he was always going to struggle to get there in that one. I thought oh, he, oh, great beautiful. stuff. Yeah, run through. Have a dub. That's mm, such no. a shame. Yep. You've done everything right. Kicks going. That's a yeah. one of the most no obvious free kicks there. you're ever going to get. But um, and then not to make them pay. Yep. Like coach killers, those ones. That's uh, that's what somebody calls them. Yeah. God, seven goals, twelve. Over the top. Probably need to. Beautiful. Get oh, good. That's mark. a great grab. Good mark. He's right, it is, a, it is a pretty huge kick. Well, they need the young players to set the agenda. The, the old ones have all been moved on or haven't been uh, good enough. Yeah. And, I mean, and that but happens when you make a young person captain. Yeah, but it, it's, this, it's this core of players that are going to be the ones that make the difference for them. Again, just kills you. Those shots of goal that should be should be, yeah, you know, nine out of ten goals. Yeah, even for a young player. Yeah. Oof. Yep, fifteen point oh one meters. This umpire. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Was that doors again on the mark there? Yeah, it was. Yep. Well done. Just hassling him, forcing him to kick it. A, you know, a step or two earlier than he wants to. Tackle. That's, that's what a you like great to see. tackle. Um, that's what we're talking about in the uh, in the second quarter. It should be that kind of tackle. Yeah, and There's nothing illegal about it. And it's interesting that sort of tackle is what some high school uh, NFL, not NFL, but American gridiron yep. teams are starting to do because of the concussion worries and concerns that they've had yeah, there. Shoulder in. Yeah, it's actually teams, nothing wrong. They've with employed uh, rugby coaches to to take yeah. over their tackling. Yeah, you can't put the head in the numbers anymore because yeah. you start forgetting your own name by the time you're 30. And to be honest, if you're going to do... Um, you're going to wear out your opponents a lot more by yep. laying those tackles than just by head charging. Such spring. God. Again, oh, it's a great kick. Hops. The kick was right, though. Yeah. 
That's good. Oh, oh pressure. Look at that. Tackle. Another great tackle. Yeah, I, I guess he came out in the tackle. I reckon that should be holding the ball. Yeah, that's that's one oh, it's a headbutt. Make Timmy Kale proud, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just got found, by, found alone there, so... And that's good reading the play. You see, he was making his way across yep. to the center possession position for defense. And that's why you eliminate that cross and getting shot to goal straight down the guts, straight in the corridor. Well, it's interesting, you know, floating across half back there because uh, next year there'll be um, Hertia Lumumba doing yeah, that for, yeah. for the Demons. So yep. he's been one of their uh, big uh, off season um, acquisitions. Yeah. And he's one of the players I think they've got on board to. Um, play around the outside a bit and use the ball well. Yeah. Lumumba, he, he can waste the ball sometimes, yeah. but he, he, he does it in a, an attacking manner or yeah. a, he's trying to force the play. Yeah, he's always trying to move it forward. Which, which yeah, you, you can't argue with that. So, just having a look here, uh, their big, uh, big ins is Lumumba, uh, Ben Newton, who's... Uh, coming across from Port Adelaide. He obviously wasn't getting much of a game out there. Yeah. Um, and Jeff Garlett is an interesting one. Jeff Garlett, really? Jeff Garlett from Carlton, yeah, who, yeah. you know, is either a small forward or a running halfback, yeah. depending on the day of the week. Um, I mean, it could just be a, a change of scenery that rejuvenates Garlett's career, career and passion yeah. for the, for the yeah, game. Yeah, it, it's one of those ones where you could go either way. I mean, um, and you'd think he'd have a consistent spot in the team, so he's a chance to get a bit more on the ball, a bit more confidence. Um, it, hopefully... Um, if he does go forward, convert a few more of those half chances. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, when when Garlett's on, he's a great running yeah. player that, um, yeah, and they can always do with more speed. Yeah. And, and forget, he's, he's not a complete player. He's still got a lot to learn and a lot to grow. Yeah. And this might be the chance that he's got to do that where the pressure is on to perform in and out each week because you're looking at playing finals. The, the pressure is to perform because you need to make your teammates better. And uh, his time was up at Carlton. He, yeah, he was yeah. not going to stay there, you know, um, off-field as much as on. Yeah. Um, He's inconsistent. Yeah, made it. the contest. That's all you're asking he for. He knew straight away that front and centre position was going to pay dividends. Yeah. Tell you what, that's I'll not a bad what. snap on the left. That's brilliant. That's all you want to see. Probably get a bit more excited if I was thinking those <laughs> goals and sharking that possession, but, but you, you're still down by 30 points. Though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another pickup is uh, Sam Frost from GWS. Now his his brother plays for Collingwood, and he was a good uh, pickup this year. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know they picked up uh, Dom Tyson from um, GWS last year, and uh, yep. he turned out all right. I mean, missed that goal earlier yeah. that we're looking at, but. Um, He's been a great pickup for him. Um, Sam Frost, I, I reckon that's another great pickup. I reckon he's going to be all right. You know, yeah. He's still young. Yep. Um, he might play that uh, you know, second or third defender role as well. Yeah. Um, bit, of, bit of run. Um, but it's uh, a positive things for him. And also with Melbourne, with a lot of young talent, and they are talent, they're good yep. players, they're strapped for cash, and so it's not only, not only investment in their football department, but the ability to... Um, Recruit these players and then give them a couple of years. See what see what sort of players they're going to be and how they're going to yeah. fit into your structure. And then, if not, you can recruit in what you actually need to fill the holes. And you're going to make money out in doing that. Once they start threatening, um, yeah. you know they, they've uh, got a bit of cap space. There's going to be some people that start to think, you know, yeah, it's not too bad down there. Yeah. Um, God knows they've got off field connections too that <laughs> the players yeah. can start to yeah. benefit from. 
Uh, I think the the tendrils of the Melbourne supporters go very deep into <laughs> Melbourne society. And old. Yep, that's what it is. That's the old money. It's the old money. That's, yep. that's the ones you want to get hold of. Yep. Old money is gold money. <laughs> and of course, the other big pickups through the draft, you've got, uh, I, I want to say, uh, uh, stretches of father-son pick. Um, it looks yep. all right. You know, anytime you get a father-son pick means you've paid unders for them. So yeah. that's, uh, that's always value. Um, unless unless it was the other cloaks. <laughs> <laughs> Two, one out of three yeah. ain't bad. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, you know... Mounts. Took his full measure there. And, of course, uh, you know, pick number two in uh, Petraka and pick number three in uh, Angus Brayshaw. Now, we've spoken about this before. We've seen, you know, big picks from Melbourne before yep. in priority picks and compensation picks uh, that haven't come to fruition. Um, dare to dream. Yep. <laughs> That's yeah, all I can say. I, I think these two are the the best ones they've had in, in years. So do I. And um, I think they've got the environment fixed up a lot so yeah. they can nurture that talent. And actually develop. Yeah. Um, but that's a mark. Yeah. It's cool play on. Oh, my God. That's holding the ball then. Yeah. It's a shame because I reckon that's a mark. Yeah, so do I. But at least he's not he's not bitching to the umpire like no, he was in the no, first quarter. Call him a wanker and on your way. Yeah. Way you go. Do it under your breath and get back into it. But yeah, Petraka and Brayshaw, they'll, you know, probably play, hopefully, you know, more than a dozen games yeah, in their yeah. first year. Um, I think they'll play limited roles too. You won't put them, you won't give them a baptism of fire. No, you know, they've got a little bit of depth where, um, yeah. you know, obviously Jones is their main one, but you've got um, Viney, who's now a few seasons in, who you can start to take a, a leadership role in the middle yeah. more. Um, so these guys can... Uh, play their you know fifty percent of game time in the guts and fifty percent somewhere else and yeah um, but more than that they're not just first year players they're physically more developed than your usual first year player yeah yeah I agree and I mean I think that just says how the the football structure is feeding down to grassroots these days in what it takes to get to AFL level yeah. and the scouting the recruiting that they can do because you know um. Don't want to keep going back on it, but when Jack Watts played his first game against Collingwood on uh, Queen's birthday Monday, yeah. it, I thought it was it, it was absolutely shocking, and it's not his fault. He shouldn't have been out yeah, there. Yeah, I agree. It was an, uh, an absolute boy against men. Yeah, the first exactly time he right. touched the ball, he got tackled by Luke Ball and I think Shane O'Brien or whoever else was playing back then. Mm. So yeah, it wouldn't have been both of those two. But anyway, um, it, it just said that he wasn't ready. Um, yeah, and especially coming from a, a league where he was one of the tallest and dominated, had big raps. It always looked like that, wasn't it? Like, uh, football always came easy to him. Yeah. Now it's hard. And and in doing doing that, you put a little bit of a target on your on your back going into the big league where people are like, right, son, this is this is the real deal yeah. here. This it, is the man's game. And again, not all his fault because Melbourne yeah. held him up as the, the messiah. Yeah. And it was just too easy of a target to take out yeah and to be honest coming from country leagues and actually playing in the Vic um, the Vic championship competitions the city leagues are a bit softer than the country leagues in regards to physicality yes yeah uh, there's a, a little more roughness going on yeah yeah there's there's a reason why there's a cunt in country <laughs> interesting coming on uh, number three sale a very fa- uh, famous number at uh, at uh, Melbourne these, yeah. um yeah, well, Sub's coming on halfway through the third quarter. Now I wonder what kind of game he has. If Melbourne got done deliberate for that same thing in the pocket, then that's got to be deliberate for Essendon. Yeah. 
Speaking of the number three, um, going a little bit to uh, the footy show. I, I don't think I watched yep. half an hour of the footy show this no, year. No, no. But, um, but anyway, you know they're always showing the uh, Gary Lyon crying on the stretcher. Yep. And everyone has a good laugh. Yep. I actually, uh, for some reason, was going through YouTube clips and saw the incident that led to that. Yep. Um, it, I thought he'd done his knee or whatever, you know, stretched it off. Right. No, he, he snapped his leg. Really? Like, um, like Nathan Brown like style? Like Nathan Brown style. That style. And all of a sudden, I didn't think it was that funny anymore. No, like, no. Uh, that shit just makes me cringe. Like, I yeah. can't watch those injuries. That's what I was like, they're still making jokes about it. I mean, they've been making jokes about it for three or four fucking years. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, oh, a bit rough. But, uh, yeah, not that I, you know, like I said, I don't watch the footy show much anymore. It's not a, a commentary on how bad I think it is, but it is bad. Um, yeah. But... It's just, I can't believe it. <laughs> have, have a go at that. I mean, that's... Yeah, because those, like, there's, there's that, there's the Nathan Brown and the Anderson Silva one that stand out. It's just, I yeah, cannot watch. Anderson Silva, yeah. Um, uh, Barlow. Yeah, yeah, Barlow as well. He tried to stand on his. Yeah. Bloody idiot. Yeah, Bob is not saying all that much. No. Uh, you do well to listen to him regardless. Yeah. Maybe he's just getting his order in. Yeah. Right, ham and salad. Ham yeah, and salad. Yeah. Uh, curried egg, mate. You can't eat curried egg in a team environment. <laughs> no. Actually, speaking of which, I went to the cinema a couple of nights ago, and um, halfway through the movie, someone pulled out a curry. A curry Ooh, in the cinema. The yeah, what were we watching? Uh, Interstellar. No, it doesn't, doesn't match. No. You've got, you got to match your meals. And I mean, popcorn smell you can handle in the cinema. <laughs> a curry? Nah, not a fan of the cinema. I love a good curry, but it didn't <laughs> smell that crash hot. Yeah, yeah, not with your popcorn. Yeah. That's a good kick. Yep, good kick. You look at the space they're leaving in the forward line from their structure. You're giving you the forwards plenty of space to lead into. Yep. Front and centre again, always. That's good, strong footy. Yep. Just just needed one clean possession, that's yeah. all. Didn't get there. I'll tell you what, if, if there's anyone a candidate to uh, change codes to NRL, Nathan Jones has to be up there. Not, not a bad choice. Spends a lot of time in and under the packs and doesn't have a backward step in him. Yeah, good tackle. Yeah. I think you might have hurt him with that one too. One of the ones take the wind out of you. Um, and, and that's the thing with uh, Chris Dawes there. Um, like we were saying before, not the most skillful player and having a bit of a down day. You know, he's mm. not getting the free kicks he thought he deserves. But, um, you know, even if you're not kicking straight or you've got the yips there, uh, tackling doesn't change. Yeah. You know, and chasing yep. doesn't change yep. and creating that pressure. Yeah. Um, it, it's somebody that he's a mature footballer in that sense. Yeah, and he seems he always finds a way to contribute. Um, some things don't work out and yeah. that's because you have days like that and doesn't things go your way but he's finding a way to get in the game get involved and, and like they you know, quite often say he's a very very intelligent man he's doing law or finished law or, mm-hmm. or, or whatever so um, it's good that he can get a job in, of St Kilda when he finishes <laughs> there'll be a few defences going on yeah. oh, I tell you what you know, being in Melbourne I'm sure he can find some uh, supporters of the club that have got uh, yeah, some connections that, there yeah. yeah there's no worries there have no dramas at all but uh, yeah you've got to be smart enough to know alright uh, plan A is not working. What what else can I do? Yeah, and yeah. that comes with experience as well. Yep. And the best thing you can do is the one percenters. You can't help the team directly, so you help the people around you. Yeah, 
And that was a good kick. That's what you want to see. And he's had a bit of a uh, an off day at times as well. Yeah, he isn't. Oh, the must be here to be sure, to be sure. <laughs> hey, no, 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 go stop it, out. get out of there. The marks will be back here. There we are, there's a bit of excitement. Yeah, get the old fist pump. Get now. a bit of fire in the guts. So time on third term, and were they down 18? Is that three goals? It still looks ugly, 54 to... 36. Yeah, 36. 36 isn't a three-quarter time score. Yeah. <coughs> if it was six goals straight, you think, ah, oh, it's not yeah. bad kicking. It's a good start. Oh. So you need to kick it a bit further there so he can run. And he had players streaming down the wing. Yeah, that's right. He's, he's followed it up well, though. Yeah. Oh. Can't have Heppel in that much space. Nah. But that was good for... Heppel had plenty of time, but they realised that, and so man up down the field, give him nothing yep. to kick towards, and they did the right thing. Go for the next one. Ah, oh, that's a good step Beautiful. for your arms. And that's good to draw the player there as well. He's going to be interesting without the uh, uh, weight of captaincy next year, if he can be, become a, 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 a solid player. And yeah. By solid, I mean cemented in the team. and you Yeah. Know, um, without that expectation, um, he was probably a little bit embarrassed himself to be named captain yeah, at, you know, at think various so. stages. Um, again, not his fault. It's just uh, more mistakes that uh, the Melbourne hierarchy have made over the years. Yeah, not the worst of them, but uh, yeah, they've made a few. Certainly didn't make life easy for him. No, uh, it's kind of a shame for the um, players who are doing such a good role on Danaher for the whole game and give him an easy goal G- like that. Gets a soft one like that. Yeah, yep. that's the way it goes. So you need a one over there. You know, there's the old, old line that's been attributed to just about every soccer player that's ever lived that said, you know, if you weren't a footballer, what would you be? And uh, the answer's a virgin. I think <laughs> even Chris Judd's used it yeah. once or twice. Yeah. Danaher's going to be using that line, I yeah. think, some, <laughs> I some, think so. some stage throughout his year. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's proud of his sponsorship. He's, he's proud of his Fujitsu air conditioning. <laughs> Old Tubby Taylor <laughs> shed, shed a tear there. <laughs> Say, it ain't that fucking hot in Melbourne. <laughs> Late on a Sunday afternoon in the middle of winter. Yeah, I mean, my air cooler blows a hose that I stick out the window. That's an option that I have to get it out. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a, there's a rookie mistake there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good vision there. Assess the options. Ah, uh, too slow. Yeah. But I guess if the target's not there, the target's not there. Yep. There's, it does really piss a coach off. We start bombing long to contest yeah. that you don't win. Three on ones and whatnot. Yep. Oh. I mean, if I was on the Melbourne team and we were getting pumped, I'd just be trying to set up Howie for a few screamers, <laughs> get something out of the game, try and get him a car or something, yeah. take, a ch- take a chop at the end. There we go. You want to love these ones for, for getting a bit yeah, of excitement around the team.
Who's that? Dwayne Russell, he liked it. Yep. Oh, sorry, now it's at him points. 24 points. Four. Yeah, you were right before. Danaher kicked the goal, remember? Oh, that's right, yeah. There's nothing worse after you've missed a couple and then come back and finally nail one. Yeah, I hate that. Yep, that's great. That's a nice so, bounce. Jamar contesting the ruck there. Uh, how do you go on Jamar? I reckon he's, he's one of those um, strong, bustling type of ruckmen yeah. that you like to see. I like him. I think he's good, but I think if he gets injured they don't have a lot they're to rely trouble. on there. Yeah. they're in big trouble they've gotten rid of a few well, yeah. geez that's oh. a great pick up is that Vince who was it yeah, it was Bernie Vince yep. oh it's, it's goal oh here we go here's the review the Indian cricket team went like this no right. DRS for them it's like umpires Google Glass or something you know, they're, they're always talking about they can't afford the technology. Yeah. That's a goal yeah, one. Another coat of paint on them. We might have been in trouble, but... You know, they're always saying with goal line technology, they can't afford to put the cameras at all the uh, all the grounds and kind of that, um, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. How much does two GoPros go for these days? Well, you'd probably be able to get them for... Yeah, a couple hundred bucks, right? Yeah. It's got to be something, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And I mean... For instances like that, I don't see a way I couldn't use um, hotspot. There's plenty of thermal thermal cameras you could use. I mean, it's not expensive these days, not for yeah. especially an, an organisation such as AFL. Yeah. Because it's not like the club's paying for it. The AFL forking out the cash for it. Oh, and, it's the TV rights, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. if you're paying plenty... You know, it's just another victim of uh, something that wasn't in the TV rights when they signed them four or five yeah. years ago. So it'll be uh, you know in there for the next one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great pick-up in hands, and that's a sensational finish. Especially a snapshot from that side on the right foot. It's um, tough to place it right because it's going to curve back it's naturally good, away yeah. from the goals. A lot of times when he's from that position, you'll see him actually snap it on the ground because you'll find the, the dribble will go the other way. Yeah, they can control the bounce. Yeah. There you go, 12 tackles in the forward half. That's not bad. Oh. <laughs> That wasn't pretty work around the centre there, but they managed to corral it somehow. It did well. You should there. have been content to see it out. Yep. Oh, oh. The no look handball was the right idea. Yep. You see, he just took his eyes off to see where he's running first, and that split second done him in. But again, it's it's a mistake with positive play. Yeah. In that situation yeah. with only one hand available, it's best not to pull it in because yeah. there's not a lot you can do with pinged. it. Yeah, you're better off tapping yeah. it to advantage. And no one's complaining on that yeah. uh, holding the ball. Yeah, you've been holding the ball, son. Give it up. Got to get your hands off the ball, son. It seems Essendon just asked the clock to make sure it's a, a one-score 
uh, play. That yeah. makes sense. So they can't have it turned around and score a goal against them. Oh, interesting kick. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great yeah, tackle. Yeah. It's so easy to give away a free kick there, and yep. Dunn's done exceptionally well. I mean, it's hard to see from the angle what was actually downfield. So, I mean, he's probably kicking it long because he's got nothing to, to kick to. And if you kick it on the ground, it goes out, you get busted for deliberate. That's good work by uh, Jamar. Yeah, that's what you like to see. The Ruckman's that can get down. Yeah, Ruckman trying to get their own change. Play the, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, playing the Rovers role as well. Um, especially when, you know, there's uh, just seconds left. Mm. They've got to know it's close. Yeah, the runner gets out there. Yeah, the runner's around there and tell them what's going on. Yeah, the fans yeah. aren't short on giving them advice. That's it. 18 on the, on the ball at the minute. Yeah, hold it in. You're not going to get yeah. holding the ball here. And that'll do us. We'll take it two goals into the final quarter. And it's, it's been just a, a slow grind for Melbourne to get back into it. It wasn't really key passages where they just dominated for a period of time. It no, was a, it's it, a grinding session. Grind's the right, the right way to call it. It's I a think. character yeah. builder. That was a better quarter of football you know, from both sides, though. It was a, yeah. It's a, a tough slog, but um, it's not... Uh, no one's being embarrassed. And to be honest, they still both teams looking pretty good. Nick, they don't look yeah, tired, or yeah, they're not making you know si not silly errors. They're making errors in skill, but they still look like they're ready to run out of fourth quarter. And I think we've only had one sub activated, haven't we? Or have both done. I that? haven't seen the Essendon sub yet, but uh, yeah, the sub for Melbourne uh, Salem's is uh, out there. It was interesting the other we did when we did the St Kilda game, um, that the sub had a big game, you know, coming on so yeah, early. Yeah. Salem coming on halfway through the third quarter, and uh, well, well, we'll see what kind of last quarter Salem has. Yeah, if he could do something, well, who knows what happens. I mean, it could be a genius move, or it could be the game oh, killer. A little handoff there from uh, uh, what's his name, Hawking. Got a few of them today. Probably something they're working off in practice. The old crow throw. Yeah, it was called the crow throw when they first came in, wasn't it? Yeah, the old flick pass. Good reason. Not. Good reason. Jeez, Myers has got a big boot on him. You know what they say about people with big boots? Big socks. Yep. Actually, it's no. It's Friday, isn't it? Dad joke Friday? Yeah, dad joke Friday. Um, actually, that was a question on QI once. It was say people about big feet. Um, yep. It actually means you've got big forearms. That's yeah. the only correlation it has. It's got Because most people wear the wrong size socks or the wrong size shoes. So Yeah, yeah true. There you go. Um, Last quarter, we spoke about the acquisitions for um, uh, Melbourne, the notable ins, um, the notable outs. And they've had a couple. Now, um, Mitch Clark, like we spoke about, um, as right. far as I'm concerned, they did the right thing by Mitch. Yeah. Um, I, I don't blame him for wanting to move on again, even though he's, how he got to Melbourne was a little bit weird as well, yeah. coming down from Brisbane trying to get to Perth. But now he's moved on to Geelong. Um but uh, I think Melbourne can be commended. They did the right thing by him. Yep. And, you know, that they've um, yeah, got a little bit for him anyway. Yeah, and it's just uh, the right approach to have from a people management side of things. Yeah, and look, at the end of the day, well, there you go. There's uh, Kavanagh coming on as a sub for, oh, yep. for Essendon. Um, at the end of the day, it wasn't like he was uh, 
uh, integral part of their side for this yeah, year either. Yeah. I, I don't think he played a game, or if he did, he played one or two, and that was it. Um, so on field wise, he, I mean, he'd already essentially retired. Yeah. Um, so you haven't lost anything there. Um, yeah. So you look at it, you haven't lost anything. It's Geelong have gained something. Yep. And you set a good precedence for the rest of the players in your squad. They've got issues, you know, they yeah, can sort them out. We want to sort them out. Um, it does a lot for Ra because maybe there are people who have existing issues like that and gives them a chance to know that the club's going to back them and, you know, they're going to yeah. do something about them. Another retiree they had was uh, Shannon Burns, who I, I think was a premiership player with uh, Geelong. Yeah. Um, and one of those guys that, unfortunately, the body just didn't hold up. Yeah. Um, apparently well liked around the club and, and probably going to stay in football but uh, you know when, you, when your time's come your time's come yeah that's it there's, there's um, no better indicator of retirement than nature yeah. once your body's done yeah. it's done and that's the thing is that a lot of footballers they're retired by you know, early 30s if, not they're, even, if they're lucky not even halfway through your life there. and you think you're going to have kids you want to be able to run around and play with them so yeah. it's no good with two bung knees um, so again probably not in their best 22 anyway yeah. um, even when fully fit so not a massive loss yeah. you know I mean? oh you like to see some love not sure if they have a best 22 let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> they've got no number 22 yeah. very close to it so um, another one that they've uh, oh, yeah. yeah unfortunately I think can't that's much about that um, a delisted uh, Sam Blees now he's one of those guys that's sort of in and out of the Melbourne side and mm. Yeah, it's a nice leap again from here. Um, but in, in the few Melbourne games that I saw, I actually quite liked Sam Blees. Yeah, um, I thought he played all right. Yeah. So a little bit, a uh, little bit weird that they decided to let him go. Yeah, and I mean, there's great there's lots to be said about how people perform on the train track as well in yeah. regards to whether they get kept or, or traded off. And, and like I said, it's not like I watched um, every single game and, and dissected them like yeah. uh, the Melbourne hierarchy would. That's not even a no, jump of punch. He's wiping that. something off his chin. Yeah. Doing him a favour. If you call that a punch, you've never been in a fight. Um, and of course, you know, the, the biggest exit was uh, Spud Frawley, like we spoke about. Yeah. Um, he's going to hurt a little bit because obviously he's a talented player and all Australian. and Brings uh, a, a good, you know, good, inv- good culture or environment to the club. Well, I think some of that is the reason why he left is, you know, he's been, he's been burnt. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, if you've got somebody like that who wants to leave, all you can do is let him go. Yeah, exactly right. And, I mean, he's happier going back to St Kilda and doing whatever he's going to do there now. Not really sure what he's doing there, isn't he? Wrong Frawley. Oh, I used to say sorry. <laughs> Did I know what you were talking about? No, I wasn't really paying attention when you listened. She was no. saying, sorry, I heard Frawley. James Frawley, uh, free agent uh, signed right. to Hawthorne. Um, but the good thing is, you know, they, they got pick number two and uh, with Spud going, means they get compensation pick number three. Um, so they've uh, they've used the pick well. So in a way, um, look, Melbourne aren't going to contest for the premiership next year. Yeah. So um, they've done very well out of it. If you're going to lose, you know, one of the players who's probably yeah. your top three or four, um, you, you want to set yourself up for the next one. So yeah. to get... Essentially, Angus uh, Brayshaw yep. um, for him, who's going to be a great player for the next ten years, hopefully. Um, I think they'll, on the face of it, they'll be happy with the deal. Yeah, and when going through a stage where you've got a high turnover of players, it's important to keep some talent around, but you need to to be able to plan for the future as yeah. well. If they don't want to be there, you know, you, you don't want to force them to either. Yeah. You know? yeah. And he had a chance to go to a. a 
high-ranking club, and that's what he did. Yeah, and like we were saying before, the the loyalty aspects to it gone from football now from a shit team perspective. You know what I mean? If you later in your career, people want to chase premierships and can't blame them. That's why you play the game. That's why you play the game. Yeah, that's what gets remembered. Yeah. You know, I'm sure he's on good coin too. Yeah, I'm sure he's not struggling in that department. Like a bit of a shepherd from the Melbourne player there on on J1. Oh, great chase! See, that, that's a skill area there. Yep. It's it's the ball well there too. Jetta just giving up too much in strength there. There's yeah. not much you could do about that. The pace is good. I mean, he got yeah. held off it a little bit, but... Right bounce and he's off. He's off, exactly right. And here we go. Look, Look at this. the rebound. That's, that's not a bad contest from Watts. He yeah. backed into the pack and he caught one for his troubles. It should be... Oh, uh, look, that's another Essendon and bounce. Yeah, he paid the deliberate. Yeah. I suppose it did bounce sideways to get there. Yeah. I think if it goes 50 metres forward, that's probably it's more enough. your intention than yeah. going out. That's what I mean. I mean, you don't mind if it goes out, but you're more happy getting 50 metres out, out of your defence. That's your main priority. Yeah, it's, uh, that's a, a positive yeah. kick. It's not a... I think it, it's a skill from a back backline perspective to be able to get get a long kick and have a go out. Yeah. I think that's something that should be, should be um, punished. I think if you do it straight away, you know, within five, ten metres, fair enough, but you're kicking it 50 metres out of your back line and it happens to go out, and I don't think you can collect it a bit. If you're, you know, five metres off the boundary line and you kick it and it's still five metres off the boundary line, yeah, that, that, I think that's all right. But if you're, you know, 40 metres inboard and then it lands five metres inboard, yeah, you're kicking it towards yeah, the boundary yeah, line. Yeah. So there's it's an important It's got to be consistent playing there. down the field, you're saying. Interesting Ooh, kick. yeah. That's good work. The throw oh, just wouldn't sit up for yeah. him. Should have done better. Yep. I mean, he did put him under pressure with the kick, but he tapped it down to his advantage, yep. and that's where he should do his work as a yeah. full but forward. The kick, I mean, it might not have been hitting him on the chest, but it was to his advantage. So yeah. he had the, the, the best uh, best chance of doing something with it. That's a shocking kick. Yeah. They've done really well in spreading Essendon's defence. Haven't they? That's a great kick from Pedersen. He was having a shocking first half. Yep, and look at you know, that. Pretty kicked... much bounced dead over the centre centre mark of the goal line. He's kicked uh, two big goals in the second half, so that's the thing. You're never out of the game. Wants that back to eight points now. You love the confidence of taking that shot. Yeah, here it is. I've got the run. It's, it's not thinking yeah. about anything else. Like, this is what I'm paid to do, boys. See, times like this too, the goal umpire camera, yeah, absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Veteran coach knows when to cover his mouth when, yep. he, when he's swearing. I mean, next we'll be seeing the uh, cheer squad leader helmet cam. I'd like to see, you know, who was front and centre on with the big streamers there, see what their view's like through the, the bottom of a beer uh, cup. Yeah.
as a Melbourne supporter at this point, do you get excited or do you just get nervous? Like, oh no, here we go. They're going to turn it on now, and we're going to be steamrolled again. Because it's hard to get excited when your team isn't going so well and you get in these close situations, and you just have the, that memory of being crushed before and getting your hopes up. But I mean, I think part of you would also there's the apprehension. Oh, not again! I hope we can't. Yeah, but. Um, at least it's the last quarter and you're still interested in the game. Yeah. <laughs> Again, another uh, percentage, 60% pulled out of your ass. Yep. Shocking kick. I'd like to see the stat on what the probability is of their probability predictions being right. <laughs> the probability of the probability, yeah. yeah. Look at that, just one side dominant, everyone just push wide. That's where you'd like to see a sneaky uh, runner, how or someone go the other way and yeah, one on one. Coming from the back the back flank all the way up. Yeah. Oh, that's good body work. It's just a running bounce. Just keep moving it forward. Yep, just you keep got pushing. numbers. You got numbers. And now we lost it. Now, oh, great I think that tackle. was just a battle of numbers there. They did well to hold it up, but just couldn't get the numbers around the ball. It's but, a great scramble. Like, it, it's not pretty for yeah. you, but geez, it's good to watch. But the thing is, if they do get possession, they're already set up downfield where Melbourne, uh, Essendon had already concentrated around the, the contest, contested around the ball. ball. Yeah. Obviously, it didn't pay out that uh, way, but can you do? Geez, a class player like Grodard, you expect him to bury those ones, yeah. but it's just it's the way Essendon's day went. Yep. So it's uh, eight goals, 15 or something like that. And you see Bomber go, Eight, he's, 16, he's thinking, there's nothing more I can do. It's up to you yep. guys. You've got yeah, to finish, exactly right. finish it off. Not a whole lot downfield, but see two players leading to the same bit of space. You make it easy for the defense. Yep. Well, it was all one-on-one, so you've you got to trust someone. Yep. Gee, that's a good kick. And the forearm across the back is the right way to do it. You can't have the hand yeah. planted in the back, but the forearm with them going to come back and rest against it. I think that's meant to be okay. Need to be perfect with that kick, which he was. Oh, it's a good smother coming in from the side there. I think he just timed that to perfection. It's great, isn't it, when uh, you know they're tired and everything, and it's been a bit of a, uh, a, a not a scrappy game, but yeah, a, a, a grind, tough slog, like grind of a game. Ten points to go, eleven minutes left. Yep. Everyone starts to get up. Yep, you start putting in that, that extra effort. The second win comes around. Yeah, okay, that's an ordinary kick. Now look at him peel back. Oh, well done. Look yeah, at that. That's work. composure yep. in, in and, the And back to that as well. Well yeah, he's a, he hasn't been too bad, Watts. He's gone quiet for periods, but... Yeah. Yeah, and that's a kick to a four-on-one, but... <laughs> like a big uh, don't argue on uh, Jones there. Ducked into that Great one. You can't call. pay that. Yeah, that's yeah. on the ball. Yeah. I think he's just got it out of it. Yeah, I reckon that's a bit rough. Yeah. Counter Reeves, she was holding the ball there all day. Great hands. Good work. 
And you see Jones knowing that Frawley's going to be going on to his uh, natural. natural. Yeah. Right foot, because he's got no left foot. We found that out earlier yep. in the day. Good to see the, you know, the Melbourne faithful take off the Burberry scarves to give them a wave. Yeah. Chilly good show. Oh, they love a scarf and a suit, Melbourne <laughs> supporters. The, the smoking jacket. There were many cognacs and cigars after this win. So we've got a two-point ball, four, uh, four point four ball four. game. 10 minutes. Melbourne in the rare position of having more goals and still being behind. Yeah. It can happen. There you go. 61% kicking efficiency, as Jason Dunstall just told us. Um, sort of yeah, goal kicking, obviously the worst of it. Yeah. And it shows with kicking efficiency like that, you give your forward line a better chance of uh, being in position and kicking goals and yeah, being or, free. Or you get even a better chance of getting out there. There's a great tackle by Hal there. Yeah. Um, it's good to see you know the, the high jumper. We've spoken about it before. He's got the flashy highlights, but he, he can do the workman stuff yeah, as well. Yeah, not afraid to get in and under the packs. I tell you what, it's, it's a tough game here. To uh, I've got the the Brownlow medal votes for this game. You know, we've still got nine minutes to go. Yeah. Um, do you reckon? You, I reckon there's a good chance you can name three. You pick your Brownlow medal votes here, and I reckon there's still a fair chance you won't get the ones that were actually picked. Yeah. It's one of those games where nobody's absolutely stood out. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It has been like lots of contested footy and lots of team play. If that makes sense. Yeah. Very compo composed decision making and. And there's nobody to really say um, beat their opponent for four quarters. Yeah. So, do you want to have a go? Try and pick your three, two, and one. Well, I'll give it five minutes first. Five we'll see minutes. how this All turns right. out. So I forgot to be paying attention for that sort of stuff. <laughs> but usually it's a easy pick. Just for Melbourne, not only do I have to notice who's getting a lot of the ball, but... You've got to try and figure out what their bloody yeah, name is. what their name is. <laughs> Well, at least we haven't got any wrong this time. We've got a couple wrong with St Kilda. My fault. Uh, I think I got a couple wrong. You know, I've associated... Uh... I'm, I'm sure Nathan Burke was still running around. <laughs> See what, Hurley was the one that right made that play happen. Yeah, didn't he? Didn't stay down, went to just spoil the one-on-one -on -one contest. Look at that run. Hey, you got to give it to him after yeah, that chase. Yeah, you got to let him know. It was a long chase, wasn't it, bud? Nice work, fuckface. A few Kiss fans in the... Yeah, I, I, I don't understand that, but anyway. Sit down, Dad. I'll tell you what, if we could rewind it there, and we're not going to, um, he looked like he was wearing a Stan beanie from South Park. <laughs> yeah, he did, actually. There, there's a merchandise tie-in that uh, the Demon's head office has got to get on board with. Yeah. And, and don't kid yourself, that's a tough kick. Yeah. After, what's he got? One bounce. Oh, that one skidded on a little bit. There's the second. Still flat out with a big third. There's the big bloke chasing him, and he's managed to drill it. And after that much and run... he's pushed somebody else. Yeah. yeah. May as well push somebody. It's Tr your, trying just, to kick a full clip. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard work. 
Dom Tyson, we spoke about he's a great pickup for him. Yep. It does sound like he's got his name backwards though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Should be Tom Dyson. I bet you he gets Tom Dyson a lot. Yeah. Oh. Look at that. Too easy. And it's funny, the harder the work, the more luck you tend to get. Yep, yep. You gotta make your own luck. I think it's at this point where the Melbourne are like, oh, I think we've got we're a chance. Yeah, yeah, we're good. When you see Essendon wasting chances of their, their goal shooting. Because Essendon's been their bunny over the last couple of years. Yep. I think they lost to them in 2013 yep. as well. Um, so you, you know there's that little bit, oh, shit, not again. Yep. And it's coming from the Bombers for a change. Yeah. And, you know, believe me, um, one of the reasons I chose this game to watch is because we love watching Essendon lose. Yeah. There's so joy was, to be had there. So I was going to say, I was going to say, Melbourne were kind of Richmond's bunnies, but you can't really be a bunny when you're both as shit as she's each other. Shit, <laughs> yeah, doesn't really count. <laughs> but they do have the wood over us. Put it that way. Oh, that's a key tap out in that position. Oh, it's a great handball. And to be honest, this is the way you'd expect Essendon to be playing at this point yep. of, a, of a match, and. It's got to give you confidence in your, your team with this sort of performance in the fourth like, quarter. It's like we are talking about before. When you've got those periods of dominance, when um, the, the flow of the game goes your way, and neither team has been able to bury them. Yeah. Um, Melbourne have been, uh, had, had to play for the last three minutes of game time and have yep. put, a, you know, put a couple through, and now they're ten points up and, uh, sorry, eight points up and looking to go further. It's yeah. the first time in the game that either team's really taken the reins. And it, what it does is it puts Essendon on the back foot and they start asking questions about where they're going wrong yeah. as opposed to reinforcing what they're doing right. They've got to, they've got to change their, their defence and their plan, which, I mean, you always want, want to have them on the back foot and you want to be imposing your game plan. Speaking of which, that's a shit-ass kick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah third man spoils it forward. That's what you like yep. to say. The crowd just seems to be nice and evenly spaced out. Everyone's yeah. comfy. You can put right. the pie and the, the bottle of Coke on the seat next to you instead of on the ground. I, I don't think uh, there was much concern with allocated seating in, in, in this uh, fixture. No. There's the mongrel. Yeah. Mark that bastard. Oh, yeah, good. It. I'm glad he paid yeah. that. Fair jump off two steps. Yeah. And it seems when Essendon have gone back... Another great chase from Dawes there. Yeah. And yeah see, that one, you need to keep your feet, those ones. And Jones keeping at it again. That's what you want to see from your captain, standing yeah. up in those situations. And gets through the line to get out and hold the ball. <laughs> uh, smart play by Jones. And look, the fans love it. Into it. it. Right you want to see front, from the Melbourne crowd. Right in front of the MCC members. Got the young lads in the beards, otherwise they don't fit in <laughs> with the Melbourne crowd. I think it's probably more the coach making this difference in uh, this match. Yeah, when you talk about coaches, then I, I, I'm trying to remember who it was I heard speak during the year. Um, was hearing from the Melbourne Storm players yep. that you know uh, after a game you go and do your ice baths and I don't know if you've ever jumped into an ice bath and yeah. you, know, you spend a couple of minutes there it bloody hurts yeah. it's awful um, they're saying you know after in their recovery session the Melbourne players weren't in the ice baths uh, sorry the Melbourne Demon players weren't 
because um, they share a lot of facilities with the Storm players. Yep. They're sitting in jacuzzis and, and shit like that, you know, having oh a nice God. relax and like, you know, after you've been pumped on the weekend. Um, <laughs> you know, this is going back a couple of years. So there's those kind of things that they talk about. It's not always 100% professional. Yeah. Um, it's being comfortable. And for, for those listening that don't understand the theory behind ice baths, what, what they say is that when you're obviously doing, uh, working out, no matter what it is, any sort of physical workout, you build up lactic acid and toxins in your muscles as a byproduct of burning off energy. And if you go into an ice bath, what that does, it puts your body into a state of uh, induced shock, more or less, where all your blood gets pushed towards your major organs as a life-saving mechanism. What that also does is help flush out all the toxins that are in your muscles and process your body processes them. And so that's the theory behind the ice baths. And it's pretty accepted theory across all sports these yeah, days. Yeah, it's, it's everywhere. You know, it's, um, it, it's, it's tested and true. And um, they've taken it to the next stage now. There's a lot of the, I want to say the cryo yeah. the- theory where they, they go down to like minus 100 degrees. Yeah, I think it's something. minus 220 or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. And I've something seen them, ridiculous. It looks like a little shower cubicle all, all fenced in and you yeah. see like dry ice fumes coming off the top. I, I saw some photos during the week of the Port Adelaide team going in there. You've got, uh, to, right. you've got to wear a, uh, like a face mask because otherwise you, you start to get icicles <laughs> on any facial hair and all that kind of stuff. You can only spend, you know, uh, a minute tops. Yeah sort of uh, in those kind of temperatures. But it is, like I'm saying, it's, it puts the, the body into life-saving mode and pulls all the um, uh, the, the acid out of the muscles and, and starts to run it through the natural filters. Yeah, and so for training these days in any professional sport, it seems to be like a minimum what you do for recovery. That seems to be the, the baseline. The other thing people will do is salt water apparently is good for healing muscles, so you go have a, a water through the beach. I don't know what the theory behind that is, but we see lots of Sounds people do good. it. They do it with racehorses as well. Yeah. Could just be an old wives' tale. I haven't seen any science to back that up, but I'm sure they would do science. Oh, it could just be a bonding exercise too. Jack there needs to be a bit more stronger, but he's not strong, so yeah. <laughs> there's not a whole lot you can do. That's a good mark. And, and good hold up too. Look at him. And Sarkarakas licks his lips at these yeah, opportunities. He loves them. He's bread and butter. From 50. Look at that, almost hit the center of the goal line. And see, this is why we see that Melbourne don't like Melbourne fans don't like to get their hopes up because it yep. can be taken away so yep. easy like this. Honestly, it did, did all he could to hold him up, and then there's nothing more you can do. Zaharakis loose in the middle. Can't give him those chances. So the three votes tough. It's very tough. Very tough. Um, picking three players is tough. Let yeah. Alone three votes. Yeah. God, kicked it so hard he knocked him off with the smother. Yeah. So I think I think Melbourne's had a better team performance, but I think Essendon might have had a couple of better individual performances, if that makes sense. But it's yeah, hard right. to give like a one and a two vote to two Essendon players to make sense. Like I'd have Heppel in there for he's done a lot just being open. Um, Zarakis is the other one that would be in his name, but I think Nathan Jones in my in my instance would get the three votes. Um, what's I mean. 
done some good things. He's but kicked a couple of goals, but I mean, even enough. that last play, um, the, the the first of Zacharias' two goals in the in, in a minute there, it was um, his lack of one on one. Yeah, yeah. Cost it. Um, Frawley's had a decent game, but still not a standout. I would yep. say. Um, How the other one? I think. I thought How he's. Um, he hasn't done a lot of statistical damage, but he's work around the ball yep. and he's worked off the ball. He's been up there, so. I mean, which is probably why he got no votes. You know? Yeah, and he'd be the one. Like, I'd probably pick Jones, probably Howe, and I'd probably put Zaharakis in the one vote. Not a bad effort. Um, three votes to Lyndon Dunn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, two to Zaharakis. Yep. And one for Jones. Yep, yeah. Um, which, you know, when, on the face of it, yeah, not bad. Yeah, and even just, just from what we've been talking about yeah. at the start, we're talking about how their back line really holding up on that last line. So, yeah, that would make sense. And like we said, it's it's hard for a back backman to stand out. They've got to do something really yeah, exceptional. So. Three votes right there, touching that one yeah. through. So, I'm actually, I've got no complaints to umpires in that one. I probably would have put Jones above Zaharakis, but maybe that's, and picking, look, you know, that's nitpicking. I think those three plus Jeremy Howe, that's yeah. uh, that's not a bad, uh, and I mean, bad decision. I think most Melbourne supporters would be happy they won the game and be complaining yeah, yeah. too much about votes. <laughs> And at this this point in the game where it's close, Two one kick in it, you don't want to see people playing with free kicks. You want no. to see strong bodies get that ball. You've got to win that ball. You're not going to get given that ball, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's these moments where you need those experienced leaders out there because you can't get a message out with yeah. two minutes left yep. um, to do uh, complicated moves or, or yeah. set up stuff. So you need those leaders out there to, to be a coach on the yeah. field. It's just setting audibles, isn't it? Yep. You know, and that's where you'd reckon Essendon have the advantage. You know, yeah. um, Chapman up forward and Goddard down back. Yeah. Um, I mean, this situation is kind of what you're paying Chapman for. Exactly. Yeah. And he is a, a clutch time player. Yeah. And that's not saying they didn't do his job, because I think he did. I think he did. Chappie had a good, good match. He had a good year. Yeah. No, no, I thought he was past it when um, Essendon picked him up, but... Uh, yeah, I thought he'd be a, a more a mentoring role, so to speak, like Cousins was at Richmond, but no, none of that. He's on the ball, yep. you know, playing great footy, inspiring oh, great footy. Great Pedersen. Gee, there's a bloke that uh, his first half and second half are very, very different. Yeah, and you want to have you have him that way around as well. <laughs> Inboard, yeah, beautiful. Opened up the centre of the field there. Go. And looking at streaming through, one off. Oh, there's a, a missed handball there. There it is. Cross over and to the sub. It up. Salem. The sub. I don't think he's had a kick yet. His life is a big call there. You know what he's done, <laughs> what he's been through. Is it how comfortable are you feeling? Yeah. <laughs> the ball's in the sub, the sub's hands. Yeah. First or a second year player. Big moment. Well, you hope he's got that young confidence that teen I don't give a fuck. He doesn't doesn't know. Hope he's just picturing Michael Jordan in his head. Nineteen seconds to hold on to one point. Yeah. If anybody's left in the forward goal <laughs> forward fifty, yeah. if there's a Melbourne player standing next to him, they're an idiot. Yep. Look, the runner, she's loving life out yeah, there too. Yeah. So old mate looks like he's struggling with the water there. Yeah. 
Yep, I'm calling it how it is. That was shit. <laughs> this is the hard part for the coach. You saw everyone back, everyone forward. You know, yeah. There's nothing else you can do. There's 20 seconds yep. left. That's it. Just charge through. That's it. Just bite down on the mouth guard and away you go. Yep. You can't leave a man open. Here comes the big bomb, the last roll of the dice. Eddie spoiled his own man. himself. What's going to do? Don't give it a chappy. Or Zaharakis. Well, he's, he's done well. Tell you Jones there. Done well to keep it out of Zaharakis. And there it is. There it is. So Melbourne, I've picked them to finish 18th next year. I so you, you reckon they're actually going to go down? I, I, see... I think they'll go down the ladder, but they'll improve as a club. I just think the teams around them will improve a bit more, and Carlton and Collingwood won't be shit enough to go underneath them, if that makes sense. I've got them marginally improving. I think they're going to finish 15th. Yeah. Um, because I think the the uh, a few more games under the belts of their second, third, and fourth year type yep. of players. Um and also, uh, like I said, Petraka and Brayshaw are going to play games this year, yeah. and I think they can contribute. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're a little more settled now, um, with a, a few more experienced players coming in, like uh, Mumumba, Lumumba, and um, uh, God, who's the other one? Uh, Garlet. Garlet. Yeah. Um, I think Garlet's going. I'd, I'd be thinking he'll have a better year than he had this year. Yeah. Well, 18th, and I hope they do. I just think it's maybe one year off before they really make their charge Steps, up the ladder. Try and go for yeah. an eight but, spot. But, you know, I could be wrong. It could be this year. I think it's going to be positives for them anyway, even yeah. if the, the ladder result might not show up. But I think their on-field performance will be much improved. Well, that was the fourth and final win for Melbourne for that year. They finished off with 10 straight losses, um, one honourable. Um, but, uh, yeah, looking forward to 2015 yeah. for them. Um, it shouldn't be as, as doom and gloom as it has been for the last few. No, their best work this year was definitely in the, the draft period. So the draft period. They, they nailed the draft period. They got everything they wanted out of it. Um, so hopefully they can make the most out of it for a change. Yep, looking forward to Melbourne's performance next year. All right. Thank you, Demon fans. That's 2015. Looking forward to it. All right, thanks, guys. Cheers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.